What's up, everybody? We are back with another hard-hitting episode of From the Left Hash. I'm your host, JJ Torres, and as always, I got my boy D with me. What up, JJ? What's going on, man? Not a whole lot. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Yeah, to everybody. Hook them. Hook them out there. I've also got uh, the mouth from the south over here to the left of me. Why do I got to be the mouth of the south, but Daryl gets to be your boy? (laughs) Because I don't get too much shit. Why can't I be... Why can't I be uh, the mouth from my boy, the mouth from the South, or my other boy? Well, because I already said my boy, dude. I don't want to repeat it too much. Co-host number next, three. Next time, I'll call you my boy, all right? I'll call Daryl. Well, why can't I be dude. like your main you man or something? That white the dude, yeah. cover that. I'm I got good. the dude over there. <laughs> the, yeah, something? Right. My bro. I'm sorry, dude. I didn't know you get so offended. He's sensitive in 2019, yeah. ain't he? Yeah, starting off 2019. That's some don't take no shit. Soft was, tissue. What's your resolution? I ain't taking shit this year. No, that oh, was you're just gonna take sensitive. a lot of you're shit. Take some shit. Yeah. That was just being sensitive. I ain't taking it. Nope. No, you're gonna take it. Um, this episode we're gonna be breaking down UFC 232, uh, college football, Texas, Georgia, welcome, uh, NFL, Texans, Cowboys, and breaking down the playoffs. Um, man, we don't really even have uh, sleepers or studs, so. We got to start out, yeah. I'm a little sad. Fantasy season's over. I know, man. It sucks. What are we going to do now? I don't know. Let's just jump right into it. It's all right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, sorry if y'all played DraftKings and came to us for expert advice. We just just don't have any this week. I'm too too depressed from all my other... I think Andrew Luck could go ham against the Texans. Fuck no, he's not. Our defense is legit. He'll probably still go off, but <laughs> yeah, we'll be all right. Yeah, uh, all right, man. Let's jump right into this UFC 232 card. New champ, two new champs, two new champs. Yeah, That's let's right. let's start off at the bottom though. the The first fight was uh, on the pay per view was Chad Mendez and Alex Alexa- Volkan something. Yeah, Volkan Volkanovsky or something like that. You're good with those names. You know I ain't. Yeah, but it's it's not pulling up his uh his full name right now. That's got phone. Russian. Yeah, Volkanovsky. Volkanovsky. And uh Volkanovsky won that one by knockout in uh in the second round. That was a pretty good fight. That was a good you, fight. You watched the pay per view, right? They were yeah, they were going back and forth. Oh yeah. Chad Mendez hurt that dude at first. And he laughed. Yeah. And he was like, Yeah, come on. Yeah, and, and then and then he ended up getting caught. <laughs> didn't Mendez kinda laugh too when he uh, when he when, got uh, hit, Volkanov did that at first. Yeah, like he got all excited, like yeah, let's go, let's fight. Yeah, yeah, that that was a good fight to to start off the pay per view. The set the second fight, Alir Latifi and Corey Anderson was kind of a snoozer. Yeah, Anderson won by a decision. It's kind of weak. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't a. I mean, there were a few times fight. I thought Latifi was gonna go down, but he just kind of kept kept going at Corey Anderson. Yeah, that dude's fucking built, though. Yeah. He looked like a fucking dump truck out there, dude. Yeah, he did. It's crazy. And then uh, third fight on the pay-per-view was Carlos Condit versus Michael Chiesa. Chiesa. Yeah, Chiesa won in the second round by submission. And weren't they saying this was his first fight uh, where he didn't have to cut weight? Yes. Yeah, he used to fight at 155. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, he's he still cut maybe like ten pounds. But he's not just like, not cutting that much. Yeah, yeah. You know, because um, I mean, him he probably walks around at like one eighty. 
you know, 185, something like that. So him cutting down from 185, 180 to 155 is a big cut for him. Um, but yeah, cutting down to 170, I mean, you literally could stay just in shape the whole time and then cut the water weight, yeah. you know, the week of the fight. Because that's what the announcer was talking about with him is they could also uh, – it he's stronger and you could even yeah. tell during this fight. It, yeah. Well, you're not getting, you're not getting, you're too. not getting drained as much from, mm -hmm. from dropping, you know, 10, 15 pounds, yeah. uh, the week of the fight. You so that energy. Yeah. Yeah. And he put on a show, man. I thought Condit was gonna, uh, you know, was gonna, that, that first round they were going back and forth a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, trying for some mission holds. Yeah. Right? They, they had, they had some good scrambles, but I mean, Chiesa's ground game is legit, man. His Brazilian Jiu Jitsu is legit. And he ended up getting him with a uh, a Kimura, kind of. He just ended up sticking that arm behind his back. That was nasty. Yeah, Ernest kind of screamed and got a little squeamish whenever that happened. Oh, I, my yeah, shoulder was hurt. That terrible. was nasty. Was. <laughs> I was like, tap out, dude. Tap out. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, you should have seen his face. He was like, oh, he got a little pale. But it was a good fight, that. man. It was a good fight. And then uh, second or, or the fourth fight, Co-main event. Co event was Chris Cyborg and Amanda Nunes, and that motherfucker was a slobber knocker. The shortest fight of the night. Yeah. Probably the fifty-one most seconds. Fun. Yeah, fifty-one seconds into the first round. Well, if you go back and watch it for about the ten or ten to first ten to fifteen seconds, they just danced around with one another. Yeah. So it was about thirty seconds of just yeah. flat out brawling. Yeah, they were straight. I mean, they were both throwing haymakers mm -hmm. nonstop. And Nunez dude. connected. That's why she yeah. got the win. Yeah. Because uh, Cyborg, she th Cyborg. Did I say yeah, that's way? Cyborg. Well, I make sure I didn't say Cyborg like I did yeah. last time. No, she threw some, and if she really connected, she could have done damage. But Nunez was just too powerful. Yeah, and, no. Man, she was on a mission. She was bad. Yeah, that was a nasty knockout. You know what was cool was, you know, before the fights when they do their little, uh, not commentary, but when they're talking to the fighter just by themselves, you know, mm -hmm. like it's probably the week before the fight or whatever. And, and Nunez was telling the guy, you know, uh, she says, she's going to feel my punches. She goes, I guarantee that. She's going to feel them. And sure enough, man, yeah, she went dude. out there and it looked like <laughs> Cyborg didn't know what to do when she got <clears throat> when she got it, those exactly hands put on her. Yep, exactly she was what like, what? Dude, and that, I mean, <clears throat> that probably makes Amanda Nunes the greatest women's fighter of all time. Yeah. I mean, she's still super young and she's still got a lot of fights ahead of her. But, I mean, being the first double champ... um, Beating Cyborg, which a lot of people thought that she was just unbeatable. unbeatable. Yeah. Um, and then Rousey. You, she took Rousey off, yeah, off she the beat, top. She beat Rousey. She's she beating, dominated uh, Rousey, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then she dominated Misha Tate. Uh -huh. I yeah, mean, she's bad. That's a bad chick, dude. Yeah, she's bad. She even went up in weight class, too, for this fight, yeah. right? Well, she was saying mm -hmm. that this is this was her natural weight class when she first came to the States uh, okay. to fight. She was fighting at 145. But when she came to the UFC... Uh, the UFC didn't have a 145 weight class. They only had 135. Okay, so she had to go fight at that one. Makes sense. Yeah. So, that was she legit, was man. Nasty. She, nasty. she landed some nasty. And, I mean, Cyborg went out cold. Yeah. When those Just knees straight on her side, like that? dude. Yeah. That <laughs> was the nasty. bar we were in went crazy, ready? Mm-hmm. Oh, I can imagine. I was dude. ending up just watching it by myself, and I was going crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was crazy. It was nuts, man. She's I mean, bad, heck, dude. That, that fight was worth the price of admission. 
Yeah, that's true. Maybe not their price of admission, but pay per view price of admission. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that was a legit fight, man. I was super. I, I'm glad. I'm glad that she's finally getting some recognition, man, because she's she's a legit champ. You know, yeah. she's. I, I I don't know who they're gonna match her up against next. Maybe Holly Holm. Haven't they already fought? I don't think so. What they fought already? I don't know. I'm gonna have to look it up right now though, because now I'm curious. So now she has to go move up in class, move move again in in. in well, weight. see that that's the thing is is uh is that 145s aren't. I mean, Cyborg is really the only fight. There aren't. They don't have that. That uh, hey, that weight division is isn't deep enough. Isn't that mm-hmm. deep? You know, it's Cyborg, and then they've had like a few girls go up and try to challenge her, but it's not. It's not super deep. They'll probably do a rematch. Well, that sucks for her no. that she has to move around you in class. Think? No, not right away. Not for her next <laughs> fight. Just because how? Uh, just because of how convincing it was. How how are you gonna give somebody a rematch after you just got knocked out in fifty seconds? Name wise, you can't. That doesn't matter. You still sell money. It doesn't matter. Sell. You can't. Hey, you gonna sell it? Hey, this chick knocked me out in fifty seconds. No, just but I'm gonna be it. better this time. I, I wasn't ready <laughs> the first time. The I wasn't ready the first time, but I'll re- I'll be ready now. Yeah. Just the name. That's all I meant. Yeah, no, I don't. Just because, like, well, you Dana, said, Dana not, White, Dana White came out. People in that. Well, that I didn't know if he came out and said that. Yeah, but. Dana White after the fight, he came out. They had asked him in the post-fight press conference, and he was like, "No, the, you can't. Not when you get knocked out like that." Makes sense. Um, so I would see her going back down to one thirty-five <clears throat> and de- defending her belt there. And uh, yeah, man, Holly Holm could fight. And the thing about Holly Holm is she could fight at one forty-five or one thirty-five. Which I think she, after her last fight, she wanted to go down to 135. Yeah, but the champion should have the uh, should have the right to pick what weight, don't they? I mean, if she's comfortable, if Nunez is comfortable at 145, then she tells Holly Holmes, "You need to come up at 145. I'm the champion." No, but that's not how it works. Because Dana White will pick the fight and where the weight is. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, really? Yeah, Amanda Nunez will just have to. Either cut weight or not cut as much weight. Yeah. You know? Um, Seems like that that could be, if you're the fighter that has to cut weight, that, uh, you know, that takes away from your training a little bit. Because you have, like, two two jobs. You got to train, plus you got to cut weight at the same time. Well, not not if you're you're used to it, too. Because if it's something you've always been doing, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, it's just I guess this so. one. It was hey, I don't have to do it. Sweet, because isn't the cutting weight? Isn't it really more in the last like day and a half or two days? Yeah, they really the they're they're really really like cutting down weight the week of the fight. Yeah. Um, the other part is more getting in shape and then losing some weight. You know, get into a healthy weight to where you're only cutting. You know, you only want to cut ten to fifteen pounds, maybe. You know, that seems like a lot. It is a lot, but you hold a lot of water in your body, and that's what they're. That's basically what they're cutting out is their water weight. They gotta be getting like colonoscopies and shit, flushing their system out. I don't know if they do that. I don't. I don't think they do. Gotta have like five pounds of shit rolling around in your stomach. Maybe that's an easy five pounds right there. Yeah, maybe. Now she hasn't fought a home yet, so I mean that that would be a good fight. It'd probably be the next fight then. Yeah. That's I mean, the bad thing about women is there's, there's not a whole lot of fighters. So no, 
I mean, what what happens once you go through them all? Then you're like, all right, well, who are my rematches? I guess. I mean, you just yeah. hope someone's come up by then, maybe. Yeah, I mean that that's that's a good fight. I would watch that fight. You know, I think it'd be really good. Home Holmes in uh in Nunes, because I mean, isn't is Holmes the one that beat Ronda the last yeah. the last time? Right. First she time. was the first one. First one that beat. Yeah. That's Nunes right. was the last. Set, time. The last one. Yeah, and I she had she had a really good. Uh, I think uh, they had her and Cyborg went five rounds, and that she had a really good fight with her. Yeah, I don't know, man. Nunes went out there hitting like a dude. Yeah, she those hits she got Cyborg with that put her out, man. Her feet were firmly <laughs> planted, dude. She had put everything she had into those into those two punches, and yeah, man, that shit was vicious, dude. She wanted to make her feel her punches. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You could tell his cyborg would come back, and her eyes were like somewhere else. She like she she was trying oh, to yeah. just she was trying to realize where she was at, man, and yeah. still getting rocked. You're like, dude, she's done. And then uh, the main event was uh, John Jones versus Alexander Gustafson. <clears throat> he didn't like this fight. man. I didn't like it. Why didn't you like it? I, I guess because everybody hyped up that John Jones dude, and <laughs> I, I I mean fucking Nunez was more exciting to watch than that. Some of the other fights were more exciting to watch. I just yeah. figured he was going to just like be a big-time brawler, man. I thought they were just going to swing. And... No, he's not a brawler, though. Yeah, that's what I was expecting. And no, he, he was... was Actually, his fight, I thought, was more methodical. Yeah. Like, he kind of did what he wanted, and he set him up how he wanted to set him up. Yeah, he got a few shots in, you know, Guffs and got a few shots in on Jones, but I thought for the most part... Nothing like his Jones first fight, though. fought more with his head... Than just flat out with his ability. Man, I don't want to see um, that. That's not what I want to see, man. I don't want someone putting on a clinic in the ring. It's like, dude, y'all are fighters. Well, fight. He did, and then he got him on the ground and knocked his ass out. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, that, yeah. that's where I liked it because he he had a game plan. He went in, he executed, and he finished. Yeah. You know, and that was. Did you go back and watch the first fight? No. That's why you feel and the it, way that you feel. And, and that knockout too. I, I thought that knockout sucked because. I think, like I told JJ, I was like, dude, the guy has all his weight on him, and he can't move. And then he's just going to punch him, which the guy is helpless, and then they call it. But that's a fight. How did he get? <sighs> that's a fight. They got him to that point, you know. Jones got him, somehow got him on his stomach. I know, but. And was able to throw about five punches in his face, and, and Gustafson didn't even move. I know, he, he, I know he, he was able to get him down, and that's part of the fight. He got him to the ground. The whole thing's a able, fight. Yeah, I know that. He got him there. So the dude let him get he him in like that. don't like blowouts that. for his favorite team. So I'm oh, like, yeah, I don't know what dude, he, but right I just feel This like, was a blowout. <laughs> it was. I just feel like he just had, had him pinned down. He couldn't do nothing. Then he just punched him away until the ref says, all right, man, you can't punch him no more, dude. He's ir- no, he was out. I don't know. He was out. He was out. I just thought it was like a mercy rule. They punch him so many times the dude can't defend himself, so they just yeah. call him. Yeah, if he's you not, expect him to keep fucking hitting. Well, him? regardless if the dude's knocked out, if he can't move his arms or he's pinned down and can't fucking move, the guy can sit there well on his head all day, regardless if he knocks himself but that's out. Okay, but that's the whole right point there. is but to that, defend him. That's when it becomes dangerous. So I think they gotta just call it. Well, that's I, what they did. Okay, <laughs> but I don't think he was knocked out. You keep saying he was knocked out. I don't oh, think he was, he was knocked out. You can he see was. him go limp. No. I couldn't see it. <laughs> You're too busy looking at their tight shorts. That's you got to look at fucking something. I've seen. <laughs> no, they're dude. fucking That's grounding and pounding. Like if you go, if you go, uh, if you go and watch Alexander Gustafson fight, 
and you watch their first fight, you'll see how dominating John Jones was this fight. I don't know. And it'll be more impressive to you. I don't, I don't know. I saw that some new guy was challenging him. Something Smith. Anthony Smith. Anthony Smith. Yeah. Put out a challenge to John Jones. He would. Jones he has made to. A call out Does he champion. suck or what? Huh? Does he suck? Anthony no, Smith? No, he's a... Uh, He's probably one of the new up-and-comers at 205. He's got a lot of power. So they haven't fought yet. He hasn't been tested. Anthony Smith hasn't So would you really rather him you rather, you rather him take a fight with Anthony Smith, who hasn't been there before, or go after the champ? Or, you know, not Cormier like he did call out him. Cormier. Cormier won't fight him. Yeah, but if he goes up to his weight class, it ain't up to him. If he's a new challenger at his is. weight class. Well, you said earlier Dana White kind of makes the fight. So Yeah, but with the champs, you got... A little more flexibility. So if 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 Dana White goes to because Dana like White's all Dana about Cormier. yeah, and Dana White's all about making money. So if he goes up to Cormier, he's like, "Hey man, I got Stipe Miocic that you could rematch. Uh, John Jones that you could fight a heavyweight, or Brock Lesnar that you could fight a heavyweight. Who do you think DC's gonna gonna fight?" Well, yeah, but don't you think another fight with John Jones would make more money if that's what he's about? Not more than Brock Lesnar. What? Mm-mm. I you got all know. the Daryls that'll Daryl fans, yeah. WWE fans yeah, that'll buy that pay per view just because Brock Lesnar's yeah. on there. Yep. I think Jones is gonna fight Lesnar. Fucking white people. If that, man. If that it match could. doesn't happen, could, yeah. I think that could be the next one. Yeah, Jones has talked about it. Who? He, I talked were, about which one? They were both. Jones talk, has talked Lesner. about fighting Brock Lesnar. They oh. were talking shit before Jones got popped that last. Has Lesnar beat anybody yeah. that? He used to be very good. Used to be. Well, not very good. Well, I mean, he was good. He but was average. He was kind of average. It was back when the heavyweights heavyweights weren't as skilled as they are now. Like when. Cain oh, Velasquez man. whooped him pretty good. Brock Lesnar was just fucking huge. Yeah, I, I've, the guy's I know, a fucking yeah, monster. Yeah, I seen, I seen, I know who he is. Yeah, but the thing is that he's not a fighter. Yeah. Like you see, dudes that are fighters that like to get hit in the face and they can take a punch. Mm-hmm. That's not Brock Lesnar. He's more of a wrestler. Brock hey. Lesnar's a pretty boy. You hit that dude in the face, he starts panicking, covers up, turtles up, and he won't throw. He won't throw back at you. That's exactly what Kane did. Kane put yeah. his fucking head in, in Brock Lesnar's chest and started throwing hands with him. Knocked Brock Lesnar down a couple times and Brock just started turtling up. That don't seem like a good fight. It was a good fight, depending yeah. on who you wanted to win. <laughs> I wanted Cain Velasquez to win, so it was a great fight. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just saying. Up. I remember that. Huh? He blunted him up good. I'm just yeah. saying, money wise, if Brock Lesnar isn't in his prime, you know, and you got to rematch three of Cormier and John Jones, you got to look at the market. You got to look at who, who's going to There's who's more on the line on that fight. Who's going to bring in more people? It's not about what's on the line. It's who's going to bring in more people. Brock Lesnar will bring in more people without a fact, without a doubt. Really? Yeah, easy. Uh, I, I guess I kind of see it like that whole Mayweather and Pacquiao fight. It's like, dude, if they were both in their prime, but it's not like that, they would have brought out that's, a lot more than when they were out. That's why they let Lester fight, Lesnar fight against Mark Hunt. Yeah. Even though they know he tested positive. Mm-hmm. They didn't let that shit get out till after the fight because they wanted people to still stay tuned mm-hmm. to him with him fighting. Yeah. Anytime Brock Lesnar fights, it's a huge pay-per-view. Yeah. Okay. I mean, and that's kind of why WWE keeps him around. It's because of his name and it gets bigger crowds when yeah. he... Is it pay-per-views or could be at a Monday night show 
at a certain city or whatever because he doesn't do it every week. Uh, but when he does, he brings in even more wrestling fans to that area. Yeah. That's great. I won't watch it. Oh, you'll watch it. Why? For the show. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you will. But yeah, you, man, it was dude, it, you have to you have to start if you can't sit there and like just be like, "Oh, I wasn't impressed by John Jones" without knowing the background of it. I don't need to know the background. Yeah, well, you do. Was, to okay. know how impressive it is to shut somebody down like he Alexander was, Gustafson, it's fucking impressive. He dude. was once, if, if you said this guy was once a great fighter, Gustafson but now didn't he's not do anything great. in that fight. <clears throat> he did, I mean, he landed maybe two punches. Yeah, something like that. Wasn't, wasn't much. John Jones shut that dude down. And well, that guy like, is, I mean. It looked like they weren't even uh, equally matched up. John Jones had like a eight inch reach on him had like 10 pounds more on him had like two he didn't three, have 10 pounds three more. inches of they height the on same, him they weighed the same amount they didn't look the same it looked like it looked like a big husky dude going in there with the giraffe man they both weighed in at two 204 i think actually uh, gustafson was at 204 john jones is 204 all muscle and gustafson is some gut and well, he's a white else. guy man beer belly i'm just saying it didn't look matched up properly so they both, been, they both have been out. Well, if you watch, if you, if you look at time. DC and John Jones, how are you going to say those two are matched up properly? Who? <laughs> DC and John yeah, Jones. Daniel, Daniel Cormier. Cormier. I haven't seen Cormier. Oh God. They're not. Yeah, they're not you, matched you're up not close. To that's have an that's probably about why. It. That's probably why John Jones has beat him three fucking times. <laughs> they keep matching him up with people he ain't matched up with. Yeah, it's got nothing to do with. He's the greatest fighter ever. I think so. <laughs> I think you need to be matched up. Uh, properly, so that your uh, fighting skills are equally matched. But you better. can't, you can't, you can't match up fighting skills. Yeah, there's nobody that he would never fight. Sure. What do you mean, sure? Yeah, I think he would fight. How? He who could fight somebody? <laughs> who? I don't know. Maybe. Gustafson. That Gustafson had given him his closest fight in his career. That fight that went no, their first before? fight before. Yeah, their first fight was was the closest fight yeah. that John Jones has ever but had. That was before and the John steroids. John Jones just fuck. No, it wasn't. And it was, that the was first before time the steroids Jones had ever been taken down. And it's not steroids. He, he, we're not talking about the steroids thing. Why? Because you don't like it. No, he did test for it. some steroids. You wouldn't understand it. Uh, okay, I don't understand your excuse for why he tested. All I know it's is he tested positive for steroids. He didn't test positive. Trace amounts. He didn't taste po- test positive. Trace amounts. He did not test positive for something for steroids. something that is always connected with steroids. It wasn't <laughs> steroids per se, but it was a chemical in the body that usually 99% of the time comes with steroids. Who is that picture of? That's Daniel Cormier. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah. He doesn't look matched up well with, no, well, with they're, anybody. <laughs> they're, well, they're, they're, you and him <clears throat> might be matched up pretty they're good. The, they're the same color, so they're, they're equally matched. Oh, God. Here we go. What do you mean? Here we go. Why they got it? What does the color have to do with anything? They they're equally skilled. That dude's five ten. They're equally skilled. Five ten, five eleven, five ten. I don't know. He's, he like looked like a big fat dude. Yeah. Sure. So how are you gonna say that he's evenly matched with Jones and Gustafson's not? Because he has more weight to throw around. 
So he they can, weigh he the can, same. He can square up with Jones. They weigh the same. No, he has a low center of gravity because his gut. Oh, you're retarded, dude. <clears throat> you're he has a better center of gravity because that. Thank you. Dude, you can't have We're me on the show on. and then call me retarded Hook the whole We're time. We're moving Hook on. Em. Hook them. Uh, how about them Longhorns, baby? Sugar Bowl champs. Am I allowed to yeah. say something? Not right now. Wait a little <laughs> bit. I'll, I'll cue you in. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Fuck, I was pumped, dude. Yeah, I he was didn't real like pumped. the game until about the end of the fourth quarter. Once yeah, because that's when he, he was came mad. Back. He, he, he was mad. mad hey, he's like, fuck, man. I wish Georgia would fucking score, man. I, uh, he was upset. <laughs> Can we get the retarded reaction? <laughs> and you're cute in. All right. <laughs> when it was the first few two touchdowns, I I, I fell asleep. I kind of dozed off. I was like, oh, all right. And I wake up and Texas was scoring again. I dozed back off. Some some fan you are. It was when it, Georgia scored Grandpa that touchdown. kind of old for him. All right. Brandon, turn, turn his mic off, please. Georgia scored that touchdown. <laughs> all right. And, uh, and I got back into the game. They scored a touchdown again. It was like 14, 28. So you're a Georgia fan? No. <laughs> Once they scored, I was like, okay, Georgia's ready to play now. So I, I got into it. I was like, all right, let's see what happens. And Texas never let him back. Somebody hit him with the tranquilizer. Yeah, that ain't no lie. Come on, dude. I'm happy Texas won. <clears throat> you're not happy. I'm no. happy. No, I'm, you're happy, happy that Georgia made it close. So you're actually a Georgia fan. I'm not a fuck. Don't start that. I'm not a Georgia fan. It sounds like you're a Georgia fan. No. Because you woke up when they scored and you were like, oh, shit, here comes my team. Well, because, yeah, it got excited. We're I was finally like, oh, coming back. No. Not we're finally coming back. I was like, oh, it's, I just, a, it's a game. I heard that's what you said. I don't it's a game. How that's way, what you sent me in the text message. How the way that we got 17 nothing, how that wasn't exciting. Because you even said if the defense made plays. Yeah, they, they, they were showing out. And they were making Yeah, the plays. defense was, was stopping them, was holding them. I don't know how that defense was, was looking good. But, yeah, it was a good win. Uh, Great win. I like the little uh, Bevo action before the game. Oh, that got me pumped. Yeah. That got me pumped. Bevo attacking Ugga. <laughs> How many? And now, and now Did y'all see Pia that before I sent involved? it to y'all or no? no. Was that y'all got that from me? Yeah. That's what uh, I'm talking about. I don't think so. I saw it when it happened. I, I forgot where I was. I was in Bass Shop watching it. You were watching the Longhorn Network? Uh, No. But because uh, that's the only place it came on. So yeah. you're a fucking liar. Liar. Well, no, because I don't know. I, it might have been you, but it also might have been a couple other my buddies that were sending texts. Oh. He ain't got so no it friends. was me. It could have been got you. no friends. <laughs> you got us. What do you mean, friends? He just got us and his dealer. It must have been your dealer. From e. Hey, Daryl, did you see this? I know you like the Texas. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, man, dude, that that was awesome. I was. It dude, was, I don't. I don't see what what they were even thinking. Like people have lost touch with reality so much that they're like, hey. Bringing a dog over by a, a a fucking bull is a good idea. Well, I think usually Bevo's trank though pretty good, so no, he's not. Actually, no, they don't trank him. They don't trank him at all. I thought before they in the past they've tranked him. No, no. Oh, okay. Nope. It's against uh, Longhorn today. policy. And not only that, but that damn dog had that little red sweater on. Well, they had just put yeah. it on him. Because <laughs> because I was watching, so I was watching Longhorn Network, right? And they got Lo Galindo, uh, I think it was Mike Griffin, Ricky Williams, and uh, I can't remember who the last guy was. Michael Griffin? Yeah, I already said Mike Griffin. Oh, oh Jordan Shipley. So there, there were, and Ugga comes right behind him, dude, on the on the little uh, go, golf cart thing. Comes right behind him, and they're like, oh, look, there goes Ugga. 
right? And he was just regular. And then whenever he got over by the Bevo thing, is when they yeah. put the uh, they, they put the sweater on him and stuff. And then they took him out, and you know the guys are all commenting. It's like, oh, you know, I guess they want to take a you know a little picture real quick. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, dude, you just see these fucking horns coming down. And then the 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 guard for Uga, I guess, tries to like yank him and like run him off to the side. Some chick almost gets taken out, and then some dude's eye almost gets fucking yanked out by one of Bevo's horns. Dude, it's crazy. But dude, he got close to that dog, man. Yeah. How awesome would it have been if he would have like got a horn Speak under that him motherfucker. and like yep. yak, right in the field his ass. <laughs> yep. But yeah, yeah, they would have chased Bevo down. He had the fucking dog in the ass on the horns running down the field. Yeah, dude. I saw that shit and I was like, man. I was like, the first thing I thought of is like, that's how the game's going to go. That has to be how the game's going to go. Oh, I said if that doesn't get you pumped <laughs> up, I don't know what will. Yeah. Yeah. It was fucking awesome, dude. You- <laughs> Did you see the the guy? There was one reporter, and he's actually worked for the Austin America Statesman, I think. Yeah, that, he, that's the guy that almost got his eye gouged. Like, yeah, Bevo's horn was right no, here. No, he has a mark on his back. Got him in the back. Yeah. He still got him. Yeah. Because it looked like the horn could have gouged that dude right in the eye. Yeah, they don't They don't look like they dole them fuckers down or put nothing on them. No. They're, they're, well, he's uh, a longhorn, man. He ain't well, I know, bitch but- him up. <clears throat> He's a fucking longhorn. He's supposed to be a man. If he's around a lot of people and you don't have him trained, you never know what noise or whatever may set him off well, at any I time. Read, That's I read uh, today animal the cruelty. Family, the family that breeds the bevos, the ones that have done the last three, uh, they, when they're breeding them, they teach the wranglers or whatever they're called to the Texas longhorn guys. They teach them how to work with these animals, how to work with them, so that you don't have to train them up. Uh, so they don't have the crazy cows. I guess. I mean, just so that they're more familiar with them, and you don't have to worry, you know. Yeah, those those guys are the ones that take care of Bebo. Bebo. So. Hey man, y'all see that? But it was pretty legit, dude. Y'all see that Peter wants to take out all the live mascots now? Yeah, I saw that, that shit. Stupid. Stupid. I wonder how big that's gonna get. Like how won't big? Get a, that big. How big of a fuss they're gonna try to make with it? It won't get that big. Hopefully not. No, nah, I won't. It shouldn't. If it does, then we're yeah, really living up. We live in. We, haven't we already established that? We do. Everybody, we just be the wussification of America. <laughs> yeah, everything has to change to 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 make it better for everyone else. I mean, yeah, but it's different with this. If Bevo was like a dude and he was gay, and they were like, oh, you know, maybe that's what, what? we can say. I don't know. Maybe when they start getting out. <laughs> When they start getting on Bevo, we'll be like, hey, dude, he's gay. And they'll just shut the fuck up. That, like, it oh, could happen. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. It's like, they'll be like, oh, we didn't know he was gay. It's like, yeah, you can't My hold bad. him back We'll shut anymore. the fuck up. We'll go fuck with someone else then. <laughs> we didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. That's why he was trying to fuck that dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he didn't want to kill him. He was trying to get some ass. <laughs> yeah, dude, that, that was awesome, though. But the game was even better, man. Came out, scored on the first possession, went right down the field. It was good, man. That was like the first fast start our offense has actually had. Yeah. I'm um, glad we got the ball. I actually told my buddy, I was like, I'm glad we're getting it as long as we go and score. Yeah. You know, because we needed to set a set a message, set yeah. a tone. And, dude, that, that defense looked super slow. Mm-hmm. Especially on the edges. Our running backs killed them on the edges, man. Yep. Trey Watson had a big game. Yeah. Good to see that. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good game, man. Uh, Young guys were making plays, forcing turnovers. Foster was all over the place, man. I I didn't even remember until about the end of the first quarter when they brought up his name. I was like, oh, yeah, Stearns Stearns didn't play. Yeah. Because Foster was everywhere. Yeah. Defense was looking good. Yeah, I got scared when he went off limping before halftime. 
Yeah, you got his ankle or leg rolled up. Yeah, no but I saw Caden Stearns was ready to go. Mm-hmm. So it might have just been like a precautionary. Yeah, like if we hey, need we're you. yeah. If it's like do or die, you'll play, but not. Yeah, it didn't become do or die at any point. No. Yeah, we were rolling, dude. That game was awesome. Well, it sucks is for how good they played. You you know that they have that in them. You know that game that that game that gameplay. And it's like, dude, why wasn't it there the second game of OU? And if we well, could, no, if we could have beat them, then that, that's the thing. That's the thing about it is too. I was looking. I was talking to my uh, my father in law about this. Is that that month layoff was huge for us? Yeah. Because if we have to play them a week after we played Oklahoma, we probably would fucking get smoked. Yeah. Because that month gave us. Enough time to get everybody back. Yeah, all the injuries, all the injuries. We, yeah, all the injuries we had at the end of the year hurt big time, and you could tell. Yeah, you know, um, got a lot of the freshmen more reps. Yep. Because I don't know if y'all noticed, but Osa Joseph Osai or yep. whatever, forty six, he started last night uh-huh. and obviously played a lot. Yeah. Um, Graham played a lot. Yeah, he had the forced fumble, right? Graham had the forced fumble. Graham, yeah, yeah, forty nine. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, both man. Of them were, both of them played huge last night. Oh, I think, yeah. I think Osai had led the team in tackles. Mm-hmm. That's a true freshman linebacker. Yep. Gary Johnson played out of his mind, played mm-hmm. really good. Uh, Wheeler even played really good. He 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 almost got to the quarterback a few times. Amenahu did what he's been doing all year. Yeah. Secondary played good. Man, I'm excited, dude. You just wonder, man, if. What do you think if you about don't hold uh out Chris Boyd and Davis for the first quarter against Oklahoma State? Yeah. You beat them. You beat them, you're more than likely going to beat West Virginia cuz you should have beat them anyway. Yeah. Oh, the what if game. <laughs> um, what did you think about Ellinger throwing uh, the throwing out the we're back? A bit like VY oh, back in the day. I don't know, man. I was like, okay, <laughs> just put it even more pressure on I thought it was a little issue. corny, man. It, I was like, I, come on, dude. I'm with you on that. It was a little <laughs> corny. I was just like, okay, well, you, you better go work. You better go work. Twice as hard. Yeah, because you just put a target on your back, and you put a lot of pressure on you and your team. Yeah, next year for sure. And our defense is going to be even younger next year. Yeah, but maybe, yep. maybe it's confidence, dude. I mean, no, it could be confidence. It's, it's a lot of confidence, and I'd rather them go into next year with all that confidence. I would too, and I and think belief they in their it. self and their team and and what they can do. They should have it. That's a dangerous beating thing, man. Confidence. That, beating a team that everyone said should have been in the playoffs. Yeah. So basically, you beat two of the teams that should have been in, or you know, Oklahoma. Dude, and if if um, LJ decides to come back, yeah. that's going to be huge, man. Colin did announce. Yeah, yeah. Col- back. Colin's coming back because he wants to play. He said. One of the reasons is because he wants to play another year with his brother, Kirk. Yep. Which, man, I hope that dude sees the football field sometime, man. I feel so bad for that guy. Because he had his freshman year, he had one game where he just it's blew tech. up. Had like 200 yards rushing. Almost 200 yards. And I was like, holy fuck, this guy can play. Yep. And he's just been injured, dude. Nonstop injuries. Just this had bad was luck. the first year he was the healthiest. Yeah. And he, just, and he didn't play. No, but he was on <clears> special teams few times yeah but uh he should i think he should play because with all the rumors of the running backs who probably will transfer oh yeah and they have one freshman coming in you got keontae ingram daniel young and kurt johnson is your only three scholarship running backs yeah so i i would think he would play unless this darian brown comes in and shows out shows out which is i mean is a is a 
stud, stud freshman. You never know. Yeah. Um, They're high on him. Yeah. He'll probably play. Yeah. Four it was running backs. It was awesome, though, man. What'd y'all, did y'all watch the Clemson-Notre Dame snoozer? No. Nope. They got <laughs> – Notre Dame just got smoked. Clemson, yeah, man. 30 to 3. Lawrence is good, dude. I saw a little bit of the first half. Yeah. Because I remember his throws, and I was impressed with how he's throwing it. He's got a strong arm, games. too. Yeah. He's good. Ho- hold on. Before we move past Texas, can I just say one thing? Yeah, what's Depends up? Depends on what it is. What, what do you got? Uh, Ellinger, top three Heisman candidate next year. I'm calling it. He'll be up oh, there. Oh, you're calling it. You're not I'm asking us. No, I'm calling it. Right. He'll be up there. I, I'll take that. <clears throat> I'm all right with that. I think, I, I think a lot of America got to see what we saw all all year. Long I think he's him. finding himself, man, and his style of gameplay. Well, I mean, com- coming off last year, how he played last year. What do yeah. we call him? What was his nickname last year? Captain Turnover. Yeah. What did he do yeah. this year? Yeah. Took care of the ball. Well, on that one, his, play, his accuracy got way better. Arm strength was better for most of the year until he got hurt. Um, mm-hmm. took care of the ball more. Yeah. Way more. Well, only, it, I think he only had five interceptions. Yeah. And, what, three? No, two of them were in the Maryland game. Yeah. So First the, game of the year. The other 13 games, he had three interceptions. Yep. Not bad. I think next year Not he's going to be even better, dude. Well, I he, think next year I he'll be on everybody's radar. I could see it because he'll have also the weapons. Even, yeah. Even if little Jordan doesn't come back, he's still going to have du- Duvernay come back. He'll be mm-hmm. a senior. Um, Johnson. Jo- uh, Johnson will be there. They got Joshua Moore who played. The Overshone, um, who was like a slot receiver. Yeah, Overshone um, is supposed to be legit, dude. Brandon Eagles, who I don't know why he played in as many games as he did and burned his red shirt this year, but he's a pretty big receiver. Um, and they got some guys coming in that they could push for playing time. And if Brew McCoy <laughs> We're shocked not- everybody and picked Texas on Saturday, he could come in as a true freshman and show out at receiver. We're not going to um, – I think Whittington oh. and Jake Smith will be receiver – well, that, running back. that game not, is definitely going to help with the recruiting. Yeah, we're not oh, yeah. gonna uh, we're not gonna be struggling for wide receiver for a while, man. No, we've got some kids here that that can show out for sure. A lot of athletes, dude. And as long as Ellinger keeps improving, mm-hmm. yeah, I think be, he will. He could be in New York next year. If if you if he didn't make the leap that he made from last year to this year, that right there shows you that this kid is. He's watching film. He's yeah. practicing, and he's playing his fucking. Well, and that's where you give credit, off, man. You got to give credit to the coaches because I saw something on Facebook today, and they're like, "How many?" Or because even it was something on Twitter because Malik Jefferson even retweeted mm-hmm. it, and it was talking about giving Charlie. Does Charlie Strong get any credit? Blah blah blah, all this stuff. And it's like, yeah, sure, you can give him credit for getting those guys, you know, the seniors and juniors, getting them to Texas. But these coaches developed them because mm-hmm. this development wasn't. We didn't see this type of development. Yeah, no, in gameplay, especially the on we the offensive the, side. We saw the physical, you know, physicality, the physical tools and how bigger they were getting under Strong. But you weren't seeing on the football field with Herman. You're seeing the improvement as football players, along with getting bigger and you, stronger. You, you like did you're supposed to be. Doing. You did see some improvement um, on the on the defensive side, but it's not on the offensive side like we have been seeing. Yeah, and now we're seeing because yeah, both sides. Now it's still yeah. get on defense yep. and getting on offense. And that's what, and that's, that's what's dangerous. Yeah. That's where you start talking, you know, a national championship coming up. You know. Probably before this class is through. Probably before well, Ellinger's out. Just look but, at ne- look at next year's team, and then look at the rest of the Big Twelve schools. There's not a lot coming back for those other schools compared to what Texas has yeah. coming back. Oh, you, oh, you might be 
might be looking for a quarterback. Yeah. Ellinger, they probably are because probably should be. But Ellinger Murray, is Murray, – Murray's going to go play baseball. He He's a junior. He'll, he'll be a junior next year. Yes. So he'll have two more years, mm-hmm. which I assume as big as a Texas boy he is, he, he's going to – He's gonna go his senior year. Yeah, well, usually yeah. with quarterbacks, they play. They usually play all four years unless you're a freak. Yeah, dude, I think I think Peyton I Manning's think, last one I remember that played all four years. Texas has actually some, did something in the NFL as a quarterback. Texas could have oh, some huge things coming too. up, man. Yeah. It's ex, it's fucking exciting watching these kids, watching the offense come along the way it is, and the defense come. Dude, along. The offensive line just, dude, just grew by scary. leaps and bounds, man. Well, that's where Herb Hand. Yeah, you, know, you, you got to give credit to Tom Herman for going and getting that coach from yeah. Auburn. I they mean, were saying uh, Orlando, Orlando got I think interviewed by Temple. Yeah, right. Because Manny Diaz was supposed to go there, but yeah. then when Rick retired from Miami, he decided to stay there and be the head coach. Yeah, that 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 coach at Georgia, uh, um, Kirby, Kirby Smart. Kirby Smart. Did you see what he was saying on on when he came out in the press and said about Texas? Uh-uh. He was like, dude. Because Texas was saying that they didn't show up. I mean, you know how they were saying where they weren't interested in the game Georgia. or whatever, Georgia. Yeah. And the coach said, no. He goes, we got out physical play. We got out played. We got out coached. Mm-hmm. He goes, we got out. He goes, Texas was the better team. I he heard goes, the tail end it. of that because I heard the out coached part. Yeah. That's a good thing to hear, man. That's what you want to hear about your program. Yeah. You know? Well, how right long there. has it been since we've heard Dude, shit like that? Well, yeah. that's one thing Tom Herman, when he got here, that's what he said Texas was going to be. Yeah. And to actually see that just in two years, can't help but be excited. Yeah. You know, and hopefully we are back. First uh, first 10-win season since 2009. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. Dude, it was, it's Hopefully ex- it's it starts exciting, another man. streak, man, another Mac Brown streak. Ten years of of winning ten games. Uh, if we keep getting top ten, top five recruiting classes these next couple of years, especially these next couple of years, it'll it'll develop that depth. Yeah, that we started getting the first few years under Mac to where it could be could be pretty nice. In yeah, well, we need these wins and and these big wins like this to help with the recruiting, and then you're pulling in all the talent you could ask for, and these coaches staff are already proven that they can develop it, and that's what we needed. Yeah, we just need the talent. And yeah. uh, by the way, it's seven twenty, and OU still sucks. OU still sucks. And you know what I like, man? They they're doing a really good job with Ellinger about all the baby pictures and oh, the baby yeah. videos, and you just get the sense. Well, that they this, have to sell that shit. Yeah, dude. but but this kid grew up a yeah. Longhorn since a baby, man. Uh-huh. And now this dude gets to play these kind of games with them and win yeah. and be a part of that dude. That's that's fucking tremendous, yeah. man. Lead him. That's awesome. And he's and that that's the, that's the crazy thing is he. <clears throat> He grew up like that, and now he's like the leader, dude. That's that's amazing. That yeah. story right there is amazing to be able to have that for the Longhorns. And I, I want this kid to to win him a Heisman and yeah. to get him a national championship before he goes, man. That's, well, he it, it seems like we finally got that that alpha male back at under center at quarterback, the way Vy was, the way Colt was. Yeah. You know, stra- I mean Vy and Colt. They're completely different in the way they led, but you know that's that's how Ellinger is. You know, right. Ellinger reminds me more of Vy than he does Colt because he's more, you know, more of a runner than a thrower. Well, not not, not that, but he's more vocal about okay. his leading, like like Vy was. Where yeah. Colt, I mean, you Colt was like he led more by example than he did by by you know. It really wasn't until his senior year you really saw Colt speaking more. Yeah, yeah. 
But yeah, man, it's good to finally see that at quarterback again. I've been missing it. <laughs> well, and, and yeah. that's where Tim Beck deserves some credit. Yeah, because everybody, everybody's been killing coach. that guy, man. Yeah, <laughs> everybody's know? been killing him. And but. I saw a stat today that said, if you think about it, the Rose Bowl MVP for Ohio State, Haskins, the Fiesta Bowl MVP, Joe Burrow from LSU, and Rose Bowl MVP, Sam, all were coached by Tim Beck. Mm. You know, obviously it wasn't this year, but at some point – in his you career. know, for Haskins, yeah. it was at least a year. Yeah, uh, Burrow could have been more because he transferred to LSU, so he had to sit out a year. Um, That's well, he may not be a great play caller, but he, he, <laughs> we saw the development in Ellinger. Oh yeah, without a doubt, a, even as a thrower. Yep, um, or especially as a thrower, I should say. Um, That's legit, man. It's legit. Now they just got to keep the players and now keep, they, keep well, the staff together. Not just that. Now they got to go prove it. Yeah. When the games are supposed to win, <clears throat> what, did y'all watch? Uh, did y'all watch that Bama Bama OU game at all? I think I watched some of it on and off. Yeah, I watched it when it was twenty eight nothing. Yeah, up until that point, and then I was like, okay, this game's over, and so I quit watching. And <laughs> yeah, OU came back a little bit, made it made it a little close, got From it to point ten on, or eleven points, twenty eight to seventeen. But yeah. still, you dug yourself too big a hole. Yeah. Um. What do y'all think, man? Do y'all think it should be uh, they need to to make the playoffs bigger, expand a little more, like to six to eight eight teams? Six I think eight. if you always got to worry about Alabama and fucking Clemson as a national championship, then they got to do something. Something's got to change yeah, to have more so teams in there. Yeah, so you think that's bad that it's been what this is three years in a row? Something three, has three to be four. Something right, has to be, last year, be done. They played each other last year yeah. in the playoffs. It just wasn't for the national championship. I don't know. You see this every year where certain teams just dominate all the time. You know, if we would have had the playoffs back in the 90s, every year it would have been Florida State and Nebraska. And it still would have been, you know, they still would have been Yeah, but it's something about, like, those one one game playoffs where it's just, it's different, man. Well, if you expand it, you got to cut the regular season down. Yeah. And do the conferences want to do that? Because – if you do that, you're more than likely you're not going to take away conference games. It's probably going to be non-conference games you're taking away from, and yeah. then you're not scheduling the. Well, you might still schedule the Tulsa's or the Rice. Yeah, you but just not won't the, the big name. There won't be a not USC, Alabama, Texas, Florida State week one. You yeah. Next year, week two, Texas LSU. Yeah. You know, you might not have as many of those games if you expand it. Uh, Which it wouldn't hurt because you. I mean, you would think that maybe those teams would meet up in the playoffs. Yeah. You know. I don't know. I think I think if you move it to six teams, you could still keep it the same, and you wouldn't have to like like you're saying if if you move it to eight teams, you would have to you would have to cut the schedule down. Mm-hmm. But I think if you move it to two more, I don't think you would have to. Nah, just trying to count real quick. The question is, if they're college NCAA, do you want your teams playing basically an NFL season? Because if you went to six teams, even if you went to eight teams, and if you went to six teams but didn't cut down any of the schedule, there's a potential some teams are going to play 16, maybe even 17 games. Yeah. Um, actually, 16 would be 16, the most. Yeah. Like, let's say you were Texas and you played 13 games. Yeah. And then you, but you weren't yeah. one of the top two teams. Yeah, you had to play four, three more. Five or six. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the question is, now if they start paying them, then it might be a little different story. Yeah. Because then you can 
Well, they don't care about that. The NCAA doesn't care about that. What? Uh, Paying players. No, I know, but I'm saying if you start paying them, then you can dictate however many games you want anyway. Paying the players? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think you could dictate how many games you want them to play right now. (laughs) Kids are going to play them because they want to make the jump to the NFL. Yeah. More playoff, well, some, more playoff. Some will, some will play him. Some still probably won't. Yeah, more playoff uh, means more exposure. Some, mm-hmm. yeah, but also more risk of injury. Yeah, and some might not want to take it. Yeah, why play? I mean, it's different if you're playing for the playoffs because a lot we haven't seen too many. Yeah, bowls you would see players missing, yes, but not playoffs. Sure. Um, so I don't know. I mean, every no matter if you have six or eight or four. Always going to be an argument about those last two teams. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. So I, you're not going to get away from anything. Yeah. And not every year you're going to have eight teams that deserve a shot at the national championship. This year maybe you did. Yeah. Maybe this year we only had six. Maybe next year there's only two teams. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think six will keep it a little still more exclusive than it would eight teams. Yeah. Six I could deal with. I think yeah. that would be all right. But I don't know. What do you think? You. Yeah. No, I think I, I, what? <laughs> <laughs> I think six six teams wouldn't be bad because you're not making a huge jump. Yeah. It's not like you know doubling to eight and then you're make that's a big jump. It's, yeah. it's just two more. You can find a way to squeeze in two more, <clears throat> you know, games or or teams, not teams games. It would be games, right? Yeah, games. It would be games. I think you could squeeze that in and. Well, actually, it would be one more game. Leave it leaves the door open for the teams that, you know, have the undefeated season, and they don't get a chance to make a playoff. Yeah, like or they don't get a chance to make a game. You know, because of their their whatever conference they're in or what, however it works out, where it's like, dude, this team has literally not lost the game, and they have no opportunity to go play. Yeah, um, yeah. part of that I think is just these supposed experts know everything in yeah. college football that are voting. If you're watching this team, what I see when they play at Auburn, even what they did against LSU, they put 32 up on LSU with their backup quarterback and were in that game, and everyone said yeah, UCF ev- can't play with the big boys. Well, they're pr- they proved it last year by beating <laughs> Auburn. Now with the backup, they did it against, you know, kind of did the same thing. Mm-hmm. They lost, but they proved they can hang with the big <laughs> yeah, boys. Yeah, and the, the reason – undefeated, give them a shot. You're watching it. You should know if this team yeah. is The reason good. people said they wouldn't – you know, compete was because they lost their their starting quarterback. Mm-hmm. They were like, "Oh, you know, we might have given them, we might have given them a shot if you know they had their quarterback." Well, they go out there without their quarterback and still fucking you know, they're competitive with LSU. But you know, it, but a lot of that could just be politics, man. Oh, it is. It, oh, it it's is, just for sure. they're not big names, so they they're, they're yeah. not they don't deserve a spotlight. Well, they're not going to well, bring in money because yeah. you know, yeah, that's exactly. all about money. They yeah. don't have they don't have the following, but they should have the opportunity to go and beat. Alabama in the playoffs or Clemson or Georgia or anybody else who's in the playoff system, they should have the same opportunity to beat them because if you're undefeated, you're rolling for a reason. Yeah. So you should, you should be able to take that momentum into a playoff game and have your opportunity. That's the same argument they give for Notre Dame, you know, Notre Dame and, and Notre Dame plays a much tougher schedule than UCF because they play a lot of the bigger names that actually should be good or are good. Like, you know, they play Michigan this year. Stanford, I think we talked about it last week. Yeah. A lot of schools that have been good. Mm-hmm. Um, so them going undefeated compared to UCF, you can see why they would get in. Um, but still, if you go undefeated, it's still something to 
it's still an accomplishment. Well, why and not? It's still something that should be taken into consideration when you're ranking them, regardless of who you play. Yeah. You know, you, you want to you, – you discredit some of these teams that lose a game because you're like, oh, Ohio State, well, they lost at Purdue. It was a road game, so it's okay. Yeah, but they lost by 30. UCF yeah. still beat everybody on yeah. their team. And the reason Oklahoma got in over Ohio State, even with one loss, and even over Georgia with two losses, is because <clears throat> Oklahoma still could say, just like the other three teams, we beat everybody on our schedule. Yeah, it took them two chances to beat Texas, but, hey, we still beat everybody on our schedule. That should count for something. Yeah. But because UCF is in the American League, it's like, oh, it doesn't matter. You don't play as good a teams as we do. Well, why can't they introduce a like a lottery system? Every team that went undefeated, you get put – in uh, whatever, and you get you get drawn, and it, you know every, that way everybody has an equal opportunity to play. If you went undefeated, it's not so much Notre Dame is a bigger team than UCF. UCF, even though they have they both went undefeated, it's no everybody gets the same opportunity. We're gonna put you in in a lottery system. We're gonna pull a team, two teams, and those are the teams that go. That way, everybody has the same. Because they don't want that, and they don't want they don't want teams like Alabama and. Texas and other schools just scheduling UTSA and Texas State and Rice as their three non-conference schedules, knowing those are three guaranteed wins. You know, they want marquee matchups so they can make money off Yeah, of but I'm talking about like in the playoffs. Like if we're going into the playoffs and you got four teams that are undefeated, and like you said, Notre Dame's going to get in because they're, they're pop, more compared. popular schedule, whatever. You say, no, we're taking every undefeated team at the end that, that – that, is undefeated and can make a playoff, and we'll put you on a lottery system, and we're going to pull two. Yeah, but then you're going to have people <clears throat> cream puffing their schedule up to go undefeated. Oh, I see. I that that's what your original yeah. point was. I yeah. see what you're saying. The only the, the only person the only, the only team that can do that is Alabama, <laughs> and they'll still get credit for their season. Yeah, yeah. That's the only team. Yeah, it sucks, man. It, it sucks because you you know. Alabama's a good team, but after a while, you're just like, man, you know, maybe some of these smaller schools or these other schools would have an opportunity, could do it if they had the opportunity. You know, every dog has its day, man. And sometimes when you put the same teams against each other, they kind of just like walk in there like, oh, this this team has my number, or yeah. they underrate them and, and they lose. I mean. Well, it sucks because you can't – well, you can fault Alabama because I hate Alabama. But you really can't fault Bama or Clemson <laughs> because, I mean, they're just – their coaches right now are on different levels. Yeah, I you know, agree with that. The ACC – ACC is just weak right now. And especially with Jimbo leaving Florida State, it used to just be Clemson, Florida State, and maybe one other team from that other conference and have a good year every now and then. But it's just so weak. Clemson's just – Clemson is Alabama. They're just in the ACC. Yeah. You know, and I don't know what, you're, what it's going to take except for them to lose – Saban has to leave Alabama. Problem is, you know who's going there probably? Dabo Sweeney, the coach from Clemson. Just keep the ball rolling. Because that was his alma mater, and that's been his dream job, as they always say. <laughs> Just like Urban Meyer's dream job is Notre Dame, and he keeps saying he won't coach again, but my prediction is he'll coach Notre Dame. Yeah. In a few years. Yeah, I saw, I saw he said he wasn't going to coach again. Yeah. He's full of shit. I believe I'm done. That's what he said uh, when he left uh, Florida. Yeah. I'm leaving for uh, health reasons. Yep. But I'll be coaching again in two years. And then he gets his wife involved. Yeah, I hope he does. He's never going to coach again, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. 
Yeah, but when your dream job dream job comes calling and in your Notre Dame alma mater, the team you love more than any, is struggling and can't get that big win. Oh, the coach's ego gets – I can be that coach that gets him over the top and takes <laughs> over Notre Dame. Next thing you know, Notre Dame is winning a national title. So, after all this, this national championship and these bowl games, you know, the rankings next year, Alabama won, Clemson two, or maybe vice versa, depends on who wins or loses. Who fills out the other three? Who fills out the top five? Does Texas have a shot being in there since they beat Georgia? If Haskins comes back from Ohio State, they'll be up there. But I think he leaves. So that could be a moot point. Let's just say he leaves and goes to the NFL. Texas might be. Top ten? Not top five. I think we make top ten. We'll be top ten. We're like eight or nine. But with everybody we have coming back on offense and what we did to Georgia, I could see us being five. Because I don't know who else you would – maybe Notre Dame gets top five, but maybe the voters are swayed by what they saw in that bowl game. Yeah. They're not. Um, I don't know. I think It's going to be got, interesting. I think you could, you could also see A&M in the top ten. Really? Who they could have coming back. And with what Jimbo did in College Station and how, you know, two A&M of their best blows. losses were against Clemson in a game. They should have they should have beat Clemson. And then they played Alabama tough. So you look at it. From A&M's perspective, you know, we're a couple plays away from beating the two teams in the national championship. Yeah. And they've got some people coming back. So, as much as I hate, you know, I don't like the Aggies either, but, <laughs> hey, they're still from Texas. I guess. True. It'd be nice If you have... call College Station, Texas. True. That's a good point. <laughs> if you... Really, if – Bunch of cousin and sister white, fuckers over there. Not white, it might be a little bit there. Arkansas. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, man. I got a little. Uh, all right, all right, all right. What What do y'all think about steroids in sports? What? I'm gonna have to pee on that real quick. <laughs> you know what? I know you were bringing it up, dude. That's why I didn't want to well, talk about it because we were gonna talk about it right here. Yeah, you know, a part of me would say, <clears throat> "Fuck it, let them do it." Yeah. I mean, it's not like it's only going to be one or two. It's going to be everybody. So, really, the the, the playing field is going to level back off because they're all going to be fucking juiced up. Well, to me, to me, if you're at that high of a level, you know, you might already be doing something. It seems like everybody is anyways. Yeah. It's just whether or not they're getting caught or not. Yeah. And, and it looks like the cheaters, I hate to say cheaters, man, yeah. but the people that are looking for that extra advantage – they're going to find a way to get it and they're going to find a way they're going to find ways faster to get around the test than it is for the people that are making the test to to design something to catch the the cheaters. Well, who knows? Cuz now now what they're saying is that the the test the tests might have already have caught up and gone beyond. Oh, really? That's why that's why you're getting the John Jones thing. Mm. Is because that the picogram that he's getting popped for is like such a small amount. Yeah. It's like the the way the way Jeff Nowitzki breaks it down is he says that it's a grain of salt, right? Mm-hmm. Take a grain of salt. One grain. Cut that bitch up into 58 million pieces. And one of those pieces is a picogram. Yeah. Well, I understand you know what I mean? the, the like that towel, that towel, that towel small of amount of stuff that they're catching now with these tests yeah, which is crazy yeah and it's like it doesn't make a difference 
All the experts are saying it gives you no physical advantage at all. That small amount. That small amount. Well, I, I, I agree with that. It probably doesn't. But what they're thinking is while you were training, if you were on it and you had bigger well, see, amounts. See, that's, that's the thing about John Jones is, is so Terenabal, there's only been one study on it. And it was from the dude, uh, um, what is that? Icarus. Have you seen that that uh that documentary on Netflix? No, but it y'all, sounds familiar. Y'all got to watch it. it. It's uh it's on Netflix. It's called Icarus and it's about this dude that he looked he looked up to Lance Armstrong and you know, he wanted to get into cycling and all this shit mm-hmm. until he found out all the steroid use and stuff. So he wanted to kind of run a like a little trial himself, which he ran a race super clean you know trained hard and everything like that but was was clean ran it clean and then he wanted to get juice to the gills and then run it again Mm -hmm. and see what the difference would be right so in doing this he uh he wanted to get somebody here in america to to like you know run his tests for him and give him the steroids that he needs and stuff like that he couldn't find anybody nobody wanted to stain their name like that Mm mm-hmm until one of the guys was like, hey, I'll give you, I'll get you in contact with this dude. Um, fuck, I forget his last name. But it's like, he's he's a Russian, uh, he was head of the Russian steroid um, campaign in Russia. So he was the one giving all the Russians steroids. And he was the one covering it up. Mm-hmm. So that guy, this dude's name is Gregory. I can't remember what his last name is. But, um, yeah, so, so he got in touch with that guy and that guy started feeding him steroids and giving them to him. Well, that guy is the only guy that, that's ever done a, a test on this Terenabol, this oral Terenabol. And what he found is there's three different metabolites that are found after, after you take Terenabol, your body creates these metabolites and there's three different kinds. There's short term, medium term, and long term. The only metabolites that have been found in Jones's body are the long term. He's they've never found short term and they've never found midterm. Mm-hmm. So if he's taking the if people are saying he's taking oral terenabol, you would find he should be ones. popping all three, <clears throat> not just the long term. Mm-hmm. And it's it's in such it's I mean there's and nobody knows about this stuff because. Oral terenabol is illegal to give to humans in every country. Yeah. So you can't you can't be a scientist and like run a test on it, you know what I mean? So they're saying that now they're starting to figure out that this this metabolite that the oral terenabol causes is uh it pulses. So like John tested I think it was in August. He he got he got an atypical test and it was like four four picograms of the terenable or the metabolite and then in september he got like four more or six and then this last one in december i think it was like at 50 picograms and they were like why is it different and they're like we don't know nobody knows Mm -hmm. but they're thinking it's just because it's stored in fat and it just pulses whenever you're doing something and a lot of people have been saying that it's when, like, you're cutting down weight, which John would have been losing weight. You know, he he's not really cutting weight yet, but he would have been losing weight. So it might have that's why it might have peaked higher at that time. 
Because they were saying this, this metabolite is stored in your fat cells. I don't know, man. Those guys, I mean, for one, they, they don't have very much body fat on them to begin with. So, yeah, but you still have fat. <clears throat> yeah, I, I guess. But, I mean, until people do studies on them and, and, and test and well, figure that, out how exactly this stuff works. and and But but that that's the thing that, that, that everybody keeps coming back to is like, oh, he's got to be doing something. He's got to be doing something. I was like, how? If he's doing Terinabol, they would have found the short-term and medium-term yeah, metabolites but, in his body but, as well, not just the long-term. But because we don't study them. And they're saying they're saying that this shit can stay up in your body for seven years. But because we don't study them, we don't know how the short and the medium metabolites are processed. No, they, but they you, could be, you can read the short and be, uh, medium. Yeah, you could read them, I know, but they may be processed quickly. Then the long, well, that's why then, they're called short term. Yeah, so so that's why he can. They you may be able to like a blood transfusion, say gets rid of them quickly, so you don't get popped on those. No, but the longer ones stay in in fat that's harder to find, or maybe attaches to bone or something that keeps them in your system longer. That a blood transfusion won't just get them out the system really quick. No, because in that study, they're reading all three of those metabolites at two hundred and thirty days past. Okay. So that's almost, I mean, what? About two-thirds of a year. Two-thirds of a year? Yeah, I mean, it's a long time, but does, do they do anything like, okay, well, let's let's try to flush them and see what stays in and how long it stays. Let's do a blood transfusion <laughs> and see which ones leave and which ones but stay. Well, dude. They're not doing, doing anything. Uh, yeah, but if you're doing a blood transfusion, I don't think they take all of your blood out and then put new I don't know. In. I never did it, but I know, <laughs> I know Lance Armstrong did it for a long time and never got popped. And that's I, what he was doing. I don't ever. I've not, I don't think I've ever read that. That's what he was doing, cleaning out his blood. Because I mean, your your kidneys or your kidneys can only filter so much. That that that's just. Then then you're still gonna have remnants of of whatever it's they're filtering out. Yeah. When you get a fusion, they're 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 taking your all your blood out. It's going through a machine, being pumped, cleaned, whatever, and pr- filtered back in. I mean, it it's a huge thing. Yeah, but I don't think they're taking all of your blood out. They cycle your blood. It it goes in, cleans, comes back. It's like dialysis. It, well, I don't know how that shit works. So you're, but I don't think I don't think they're taking all the blood out of your body. Well, they can't and then take putting it, it back in. They can't take it all out. Well, that's what I'm saying. But I'm sure they're they they might be going for these transfusions more than once a week, maybe more than once God, a month. Damn. That's a lot of time not spent. How long does it take when, for a blood transfusion? Dude, when you're making, I don't know. But when you're making, and I'm pretty sure you can't feel very good afterwards. When you're making millions, yeah, what but is I, it? I'm sure. I'm sure. Time. I don't know how long it takes. I don't know. While they're prepping, while they're racing, in between races, they have months to figure this out. No, we're not talking. We're, I'm like, let's say a fighter. Yeah. You know how how long how long are you going to be down for a blood transfusion? And it may not be a solid transfusion where they're taking it out and putting new blood in. It may be something like a dialysis. They're just cleaning it through a machine that will that will clean it better than your body does, and they're putting it back in. So it's that machine is going to catch all the harmful substances that are in your blood more than your body will do. It says so. It says a blood transfusion takes one to four hours. Okay. I mean, it's possible, dude. When you have millions and you're making millions you can pay the right people to get these things done but it's saying whenever you have a blood transfusion you have to stay in a hospital for four to six days that's not happening 
For Why? a fighter, that's not happening. Why? If because they, you have to train. I don't know. What do you mean you don't? <laughs> I, I I see what you're you saying. You do have I, to train. I see what you're. I see what you're saying. But there'd be records out of him getting blood transfusions. True. Unless unless you know he was doing it. Now you didn't want to get caught, so you started doing blood transfusions by you know secretly or. In Mexico or wherever, you know. It, I'm just yeah, saying, yeah. If, no, no. So I, I, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it. then you're taking more time out of your out of your already busy schedule when you're trying to train to go that, yeah. to to go to Mexico and get a blood transfusion and have to stay in a hospital for four to six days, not training. Well, no, that's, that's not happening, dude. I'm gonna you, tell you right now, that's not happening. They probably would have it, and I'm not saying they're doing. I'm just hypothetically yeah. speaking. You wouldn't stay in the hospital. They'd have their own, if you know if these athletes, st- they would have their own you know place set up. Where they could rest on their own, you know, and if you're taking illegal steroids and you're having this blood transfusion so you don't get caught, so you got to rest four days, five days, you're okay with that because then you just get right back. And they probably don't even need that rest because they're in better shape than the average person who would need four to six days. That could be part of it, too. For a faster, I'm saying you're you're not you're not wasting that time not record, training. I'm not saying Jones does that. <laughs> We're just speculating on yes. if it was how how we could do it. I but, don't think I don't think dude, that's plausible I, I just, for a fighter. I don't think it is. I mean, the way I look at it is anything is possible. If these I don't guys, think that's possible. these these guys want to be the best of the best, and there there's millions on the line. Sometimes a cheater trying to get that edge will do just about anything to get that edge. Why wouldn't it be edge. possible if, if it was possible for Armstrong to do the same thing? I know boxing and cycling are two different sports, but it's you're still exerting a whole lot of energy and you know yeah but for a fight for a fight you're training like non-stop dude these guys are going to the gym day in and day out running two uh, run probably like three or four times a day going to the gym i guess and, resting and, four or five days would mess up with your cardio yeah you know you for just, sure <clears throat> depending on when you got the blood transfusion like let's say you got it and then and then three weeks this the stuff fight. this stuff isn't it's not like you know when the test is coming this is just they test you whenever they want. Oh, see, I didn't know that. That includes off season, like he can be yeah. at home. Yeah, you and they'll just show USADA, up and test. And the USADA program, you have to tell them where you're yeah. going. If you're going to take a vacation, you have to say, "Hey, this is the hotel I'm staying at. This is where we're going to be." Yeah, but that's if during training. Me, no, uh, it's as not. Long as you're why would you why, go? Why would you go on a vacation during training? Oh, I didn't hear you say vacation. I heard you say hotel. He was staying no. like is in training. No. It, it whenever you're not in a fight camp and say you leave out mm-hmm. of the country anywhere, you have to tell USADA where you're yeah. going because you're still a fighter. You're still technically a yeah uh, out of empo- out of competition empo- employee, so to speak. Yeah, out you know of competition, I mean? you're you're only not getting uh you're only not getting tested for recreational drugs, mm-hmm. so you could smoke weed and shit like that. But you're still getting tested for steroids and well, everything. Well, now, right? Because did yeah, now uh, before back then, yet? no, Nick, 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 yeah. Nick got suspended with two years. Yeah, because Rousey ended up speaking up for him. And yeah, I remember that. But uh, movie. but yeah, so Usada, you can't fuck around. I don't like know, that. man. If, if Usada is that strict, why would people be doing it? I mean, if they if they, they want to get better, well, they yeah. want to try to get better. And obviously, but they, a lot of a lot of times, dude, is is you don't know what's going you you don't know what you're taking. Like there have been plenty of fighters, and I know there's been a few uh, uh, minor league baseball players that have been busted with this, where they're going to GNC buying some shit off the rack, and it's got shit in it. Maybe, or maybe they just say That's, that. It, no, they tested. Usada went and tested uh, stuff went, off the went, counter. Yeah, went to the GNC, bought a thing, mm-hmm. and tested it, and it had the steroid in it. A dude got like six months or something like that, because he's still. I mean, he's. 
it's still in a system. They have to suspend you, but it just wasn't as harsh. I, I mean, I guess that's, but that's the, possible. the reason sure. why that's happening is because these companies, they could or could not be telling a, a lot of these, uh, uh, supplement companies. Mm-hmm. What they do is they, they, they make a new, they make a new, uh, powder or something. And they're like, Hey, this shit's going to work. And what do they do? They throw fucking steroids in it for the first six months. And then, you know, you get results. Yeah. So you keep coming back and buying it. And then once, you know, it gets big enough, then they take the shit out. Yeah. But also a lot of these companies are getting their shit made over in China and they don't clean the vats properly over there. Joe Rogan has been on his podcast, non, uh, you know, more than once saying, cause he has his own on it, uh, sub- supplement line. Mm-hmm. And he was saying that they had to get their shit made, I think here in the U S now, because they kept trying to get it done in, in, in China or somewhere. And they weren't cleaning the vats all the way. So whenever they brought it back, Joe Rogan would take his supplement and get it tested by a third party and they would find shit in it that's not supposed to be in there. Mm-hmm. Why? Because they weren't cleaning the vats. Yeah. I and guess I, it, and, and it, another another conspiracy theory that's out there is that, that people, everybody knows that John loves cocaine, right? Cocaine is cut with creatine mm-hmm. a lot of the time. Creatine has been known to have steroids in it. I mean, I guess it's all possible. I'm not saying I'm not gonna say it's not possible, but but th- that that could explain why you're only finding this small small amount of shit in them. Yeah, but just and it, and the terinabol, the parent compound, has never been found in his system. It's only been the metabolite. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll like I said, I'll accept that, but at the same time, I also believe that they they know ways to cheat. If if the if, yeah, but, uh, if the USADA was that strict, nobody would try to cheat it. The fact that they try to cheat it is because they're on the inside and they know the little corners and little, you know, little blind spots. And they're trying, even if you got to hit it perfectly, they're trying to get through there. So there's there's leeway somewhere in there because they try it. Now I don't know about maybe he doesn't get transfusions. Maybe he just like I said gets a dialysis that cleans his blood, and that's easier to do than a transfusion is, and they can do it every day, you know, as long as the steroids are in his system, they metabolize, and then the next day he gets a he gets a dialysis done. I, I don't know. I'm just saying, if yeah, I'm going to concede that's, 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 that's that, that how, you can get trace amounts from GNC, I'm also going to think that there's ways to get around it. And that's they not could how be. steroids work, though. I guess. I don't know. I, I figure steroids you, you don't put work them, like that. You, you know, put you, them in your body, you go, they get you processed. Cycle. You go on cycles <clears throat> yeah. with steroids. You don't... Well, you're supposed they, to cycle they, on been, and cycle they, off, sure. Yeah, they've they've been known. Uh, people have been also talking about microdosing, but Jeff Nowitzki was on Joe Rogan's podcast, and he's like, "You don't microdose stuff that your body doesn't already produce. What you microdose is like testosterone, stuff like that mm-hmm. that your body already produces. Mm-hmm. So you microdose testosterone, you microdose HGH because your body already produces it. All this is doing is kicking it up real fast. Yeah. So you produce more. Yeah." Which you're not gonna, you're not gonna microdose Terinabol because maybe, your body doesn't produce maybe, it. But maybe people are trying to so they can stay un stay under the scale, so they're not taking full cycles. They're just micro trying to get a little bit of an edge, but trying to stay under the radar as well on testing. Yeah, but I don't think it works like that. And if he was microdosing, if he was microdosing, you'd still find that short term and medium term metabolite in his body. I mean, uh, dude, all all we can do is speculate. I mean, that's it. I don't know the ins and outs of steroids, and I don't know how they get tested, and I don't know how they stay in your body, and I don't know if a dialysis would clean it. 
I, these are all things I don't know, but I'm not going to say it's not possible. I'm going to say it's possible. And if there was no way to cheat the system, they wouldn't try. Yeah, but are you going to sit there and say that John Jones is using steroids? All I'm saying is if they found something in his system, it got there somehow. It okay. got there somehow. And for me to think that he can have, he could have got it at a GNC, I'm going to also think that he could have put it in his system and then tried to clean it. Well, he's he's passed the polygraph test saying that he's never knowingly taken steroids. Well, yeah, well, I didn't know he, he they asked him if he if he lied about it or not. Well, yeah, he has to go in front. Of, well, he and his hearings and stuff, he had to mm-hmm. take a polygraph test and then he had to go in front of a, a actual court system and. Yeah. So if he would have lied, he would have been yeah. committing perjury. Well, then that 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 you know that that helps his case. Yeah. Sure. You know, if he's passing a polygraph test and they're they're asking him, "Dude, did you take steroids?" and he's saying no, and he passes that. Well, and, then... and also, what what makes me think is that he he hasn't been is he's coming out and he's like, "Dude, I'll pass as many I'll I'll take as many drug tests as y'all want." Mm-hmm. Which he went and he's he's registered in USADA now and also VADA, which is another. Uh, company and then the his other two tests were taken to two third party uh independent labs and were tested and one of them was a mclaren report which that dude's like super legit like real legit and mm-hmm. he said that i don't think this is something new that's in his system and it's not performance enhancing so and i think if people actually thought he was cheating he wouldn't have been allowed to fight It's, I mean, that's possible. I'll tell you one person who isn't on the juice right now, and that's Brock Lesnar. Bullshit. But, you, <laughs> no, no. but y'all also said that when he was on the juice, they let him fight, and then they brought it out. So well, yeah, but you I can mean, see you how can, that they'll they'll true, allow yeah. certain things for money. When I say that, it's because when a few months ago, before he even talked about getting back into UFC, you could tell he was on it because it was just huge. And then he's talking about getting back into it, maybe fighting Cormier or even Jones. So he's got to get back into USADA, and all of a sudden, yeah, he has a few times test. he's been on WWE. He's a lot slimmer. I mean, he's still cut. Don't get me wrong, but he's not big, big, big. Mm-hmm. He's kind of slimmed down in a way. Yeah, he that has to be tested sense. for I think like three months, three months or six, six months, months, six months before uh, before they actually let him fight. So who knows? Because of that, I don't know, man. Because of that failed test, yeah. But I could use some steroids. It ain't gonna make you run a four six. I'm gonna tell you that. Who said anything about running? Keep. I don't want to run. <laughs> no, I'm I not think, trying to run. I think the only thing Ernest would need to do to run a four six would run five six five six five six. Five, yeah, four, four six. six. Four, six. He knew I need to. I need to oh, fucking man. turn black. <laughs> yeah. I need to go to bed and wake up black for one. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, you ain't that. You ain't yeah. that far away. I just need a few dog. more shades. Yeah. All you gotta do is take a couple of naps on nah, the beach you, and you'll, <laughs> you'll if be you there quick. If you would just run like once a day for two months, I think you could run a five six. Because you said that was the first time you'd run in two years. I'm not. And I'm not lying about that. Six. I know, and you ran a five. I haven't even been so playing no softball, nothing. I, I, I have no running, dude. All right, man. Let's get into this uh, NFL. Texans. Congratulations, AFC, AFC South champs. South champs. <clears throat> Fuck yeah. Uh, yeah, man. It's been a great regular season for us. Well, well, not including our wide receiver injuries. Your entire injuries. Yeah. Um, You're sorry, offensive line. Yeah, our offensive line kind of sucks, but. Why are you letting them talk to your team like that, man? (laughs) Well, let me rephrase that. You're sorry. It's real. It's the truth. You're sorry pass blocking offensive line. Yeah, our run blocking is legit. Yeah. Yeah, Our run blocking has been good. Um, But yeah, man. AFC, AFC South champs. 
Got a tough matchup, I think, first round. Oh yeah, it's always tough playing the Colts. Just look at the two regular season well, any games. division. If you got if you're playing yeah. a division opponent in the playoffs, it's going to be tougher than the other matchups. Yeah, for sure. Um, Cowboys. Cowboys got Seattle. Yeah, tough game. Why are you tough shaking matchup. your head over there? E? That's a that's a tough game, man. <laughs> I'm, I like that's a real about tough game. Week. I'm glad it's at home and not in Seattle. And then uh, E, what uh, what pick do the Niners have in the Draft number two, baby. Two? Number two. <laughs> nice. We're gonna let the first pick make the mistake and get the guy that the, that, they that doesn't picked. turn out. Yeah, and then they we'll should. we'll get the second guy. Because uh-huh. usually the first guy doesn't do it, man. He goes in and I don't know. Then Baker's he goes looking out. pretty good, man. <clears throat> True. But that's the Browns like fucking twentieth first pick, and they Pey- finally Peyton got one. Manning, Peyton yeah, Manning right. didn't do too bad. <laughs> I think the last few years the number one pick has done better. Uh, yeah, for sure. Number two is not bad. If even, we get <laughs> top five, we'll, I no, think we'll be should, all right. As long as we I don't jack it up. Y'all taking a quarterback? Because Jimmy G is not looking good, man. No, no I think with, with Jimmy G and the <laughs> prom, and not the promise, but the aspect of what he may be able to do, I still there's still holding on to him. back to him after uh... Mullins? I think I, I would give him a shot, dude. I think I, I you have to you owe him a shot. Maybe yeah. don't owe him, but I would even, like to see what he got. Even over yeah. little Romo over there? Your your checkbook yeah. says Jimmy G is your <laughs> starter next you, year. I think Hey, our Texans were looked at our checkbook like, nah, we could lose Brock Lossweiler and send his ass over. Jimmy A <laughs> track record, Jimmy G was a is and a lot better than Lossweiler. I don't know. The track but record no, I think I think they lose good uh, Gabbert. Mullins your number two. I think he's proven he's just a better. Mullins number two, yeah. No, I mean I'm saying going into next season. Yeah, yeah. You instead you, of, instead you, of this year, uh, Mullins be number two. Jimmy G's yeah. number one. You got to get rid of. Uh, I think Bethard. Oh, Bethard. Why did I say Gabbert? I don't know. He used to be with y'all. Yeah, that's Titan. why. I said Blaine that. Gabbert. Yeah. Yeah, but he used to be. With you got to get yeah, rid of Bethard and Mullins. Is he's he's worked his way into that that backup spot. Well, he's a guy like you don't want. <clears throat> Garoppolo get hurt next year, but let's say you're winning a game and he does get hurt. I, I'm still comfortable. Game, Mullins comes in. Yeah. I'm still comfortable yeah. with that. Um, I think y'all will actually trade down from the number two spot because I don't think there's a glaring need. I mean, y'all need a receiver, a weapon at receiver. Well, I don't think there's a guy coming out that you could get it. Odell two. rumors. No rumors had. Uh, Antonio AB, Brown's not going there, dude. Why not? Because he's because not what? Because we can't trade for him. No. You won't be giving up your first four. No. You're not He's, going. So he he got almost 1,300 receiving yards this year and 15 touchdowns. No, I don't think you would trade your uh, you second pick, a first-round pick. Yeah. I think you might trade maybe next year's or a second this year or even a couple thirds. Um, I mean, he's still he's older. Yeah, um, but he's and, still and, doing it. Well, yeah, but it's still a first-round pick. That's five years you're guaranteed. And I think San Francisco would be better suited trading down not far, but still in the top five, getting a few extra picks, using those picks to go get Antonio Brown, and you still have your first Possible. round. I mean, we You're not going to go year, get Antonio Brown. This year is I'd deep, like him to. This year is deep in defensive, uh, defensive help. <clears throat> and I think y'all need cornerback help. And uh, We need a lot of help. Let's, uh, let's not spend too much time on good, the 49ers. Hey man, good fuck you. Help. Sorry, hey, man. We won't be talking much um, more about Can we not be years, equal? So, <laughs> hey, we can talk a few minutes about No, we can't be yeah, equal. This whole podcast number 30, no, whatever 49ers we're on, don't and we hardly sell. talk about 49ers. 49ers don't sell. Well, they got all my money, <laughs> so fuck y'all. We'll talk about it, man. Don't listen to me. <laughs> hey, text me after the show, dude. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't know, man. Mullins looked good, dude. <clears throat> I like Mullins. And he's healthy. I hate I hate 
that he's looked so good. Because then next year, <laughs> Garoppolo comes in. You're like, dude, if you don't like shit up. Starts looking like Kaepernick. Yeah, you're like, oh. you're like man, uh, bring in Mullins. Well, like, <laughs> like the Vikings fans. Case Keenum took you to the NFC Championship and came to get to the playoffs with Cousins. Now, I don't think it's all Cousins' fault, but, you know, the fans. You know, yeah. oh, we want Keenum back. Yeah. Cousins, you suck. Well, it's, the Eagles uh, are in the same thing, didn't they? With Foles, go. Wentz going out and Foles going in. Kind of. And if he, takes down, them, yeah. if he takes them. Dude, if Foles starts that whole season, I think they might have they might have won that division. Because he struggled early, though. His first couple of games, I thought. Like yeah. He was, and that's why when Wentz came in, everybody was like, oh, yeah, cool, Wentz is back. Yeah. Like, he wasn't the same Nick Foles the beginning of the season that he was yeah, last he's, year. Uh, and now, all of a sudden, it's like the Nick Foles from last year. Yeah, he's year. clutch. But they got a tough matchup in Chicago. Oh, yeah. If he does win in Chicago, then I'm kind of nervous. Because hopefully by then, my Cowboys would have beaten Seattle. So, then I'm, you know. Nowhere, Saturday night, man. Texas two-step. Yeah. Hopefully it'll be good. Oh, the uh, Texans and, and Cowboys play yeah. Saturday night? Yeah. That's going to be good. I was hoping we would play after the Cowboys. So if the Cowboys lose, then I'd be like, fuck yeah. yeah. You know, we can lose and they, they can't say shit. Yeah, it seems like. But the- now we have to win. Yep. Because they play later. Yep. So we can't lose first. Yeah. You I, know what I mean? They're both tough games, man. They're I mean, but that's what you expect in the and playoffs, if you right? And you go to New England. Yeah, but I'm not yeah. as afraid of New England. Neither New am I, England. Dude. New England seems a lot easier road than Kansas City. <laughs> Nowadays, oh, yeah. Nowadays, they do. it's still Brady in New England. That's where you're like, oh. Yeah, it sucks. Even though it and we haven't had easier. a good track record yeah. over there. And what's what's the record for quarterbacks under the age of 25? I think it was like... I don't think they've won 22 any. and 1 no, or I think something it's like that. winless was in it? New England. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So, but hey, shit, bound to break, right? Yeah. Why not be Houston? Gotta get by Colts first, but... In the playoffs. I think that's the only downside is just if I got to pick between Texans and, and Colts, I'm going with the veteran quarterback. Oh, I think that's the only downside you know? I got. What do you know? You're a 49ers That's fan. what my fucking gut tells me, asshole. You're a 49ers fan. Come Saturday, you, you know? can text me I was right. No, that's not going to happen. Let's go down this uh, Black Monday list real quick. Um, that's not racist. I know. That's another surprise. <laughs> um... Teams without a head coach, Jets, Broncos, Bucks, Dolphins, Cardinals, and Bengals. And Packers. And Packers, yeah. They Which were all doing terrible. Are, yeah. Todd Bowles, Todd Bowles with the Jets was 24 and 40, so. Didn't the Browns out. lose a head coach? They yeah, got an interim. The they got an interim, yeah. right? But Broncos, uh, Joseph was 11 and 21. Bucks, Dirk Coat. How do you say that last name? Dirk Cutter. Cutter. 19 and 29. He deserves to be fired. Dolphins. Adam Gase was 23 and 26. Well, deserved to be fired because he was an offensive guy at Tampa Bay and their offense blew. Didn't do anything. Yeah. But the Dolphins, Adam Gase, man, I'm kind of like pretty close. on the fence on that one, dude. 23 and 26 with his quarterback was hurt, what, last year? All the time, but Tannehill. There, I read an article where they're talking about he was supposed to be an offensive guru and an offensive genius. Yeah, and he stuck by Tannehill probably too much. Yeah, as his guy because yeah, he wasn't. He was injury prone. Could never stay healthy. Yeah. for a full season. That's an Aggie for you, bunch of sissies. Yep. Cardinals. Uh, Steve Wilkes, three and thirteen. He'll go back to being defensive coordinator somewhere. Yeah, and Bengals. The 
Old timer. Jeff Fisher of of the AFC. Marvin Lewis, 131 and 122. Three ties. And winless. But in in the playoffs, 0-7. And that's what makes you keep your job. Shit, even Romo has a better winning percentage in the playoffs than him. (laughs) Damn. Had to give Romo some love. Especially in the playoffs if they give him so much shit. Yeah, that's, that's true. Quarterback. Yeah, man, that's uh, a. <laughs> that's uh, that's it. Yeah, well, then you got the Browns who need a head coach, and also the Packers. But I mean, <coughs> I Packers got rid of McCarthy because it, it was either him or Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, and they're, they're not getting rid of Rodgers. And the Browns, I mean, they're looking. They're starting to look good. They Decent. Good. They that's, played really good. That's they're, an interesting team for Baltimore, head coach to want to. It's almost to. like the Baltimore head coach barely beat them. The head coach can be walking into a really good thing. Mm-hmm. They're really good situation. <clears throat> so do you go? I guess they're looking for an offensive guy, a really good offensive guy, to step in and help. Dude, I don't know Mayfield. You, I don't know why you don't just keep Greg Williams and Freddie Kitchens, the guys that took they're over. They're doing for it now. Uh, Greg Williams, you know, he's most known for Bounty Gate. There in New Orleans, is I guess then they're probably going to do that. They'll probably roll next year with them, and if he don't get it done, then the, the you know the search for a new quarter, uh, See, head coach will start. I don't know if you can do that with a young quarterback because yeah, we talked about it before. He's still getting NFL experience, but you want to have a, a constant offense, something. Yeah, you don't want to be switching every year. other year. I mean, that's what actually helped Texas Longhorns this year. They had the same yep. offense and defense for two straight years. It's easy to learn one system than have to keep learning four or five. It'll but, be yeah, it'll be interesting who gets that job, who takes that job. But it's kind of funny the Cardinals and uh, the Jets both with rookie quarterbacks this year. So do the new coaches Cardinals have number one pick? Do they take a running back or yeah, quarterback? Quarterback, or do they stick with Josh Rosen and the Cardinals? Or yeah, I don't see I know that the Jets Josh. are staying with Darnold. I don't see it in Rosen. I don't either. So, there but might be a quarterback. Is but is, is there any quarterbacks to take first? Haskins, Ohio State, if he comes out. That's the only one that so far has been given a first-round. A grade? Yeah. Yeah. And every year, you know how it is. Yeah, they got those January, surprise guys. February, March, and April, they all get better. You know, the quarterbacks, some team falls in love with them more. Um, I don't know about a first-round pick, though. Number one overall. Not when there's so many good defensive players. Yeah. No. Let's break down the the other these other matchups. Seahawks, Cowboys. It's gonna be a tough game, dude. <clears throat> tough game. To uh our run game against their run defense. And then kind of vice versa. Our run defense has been pretty two, good this year, and that's Seattle's strength. Two defenses against uh two iffy offenses. Yeah. I mean, Russell Wilson and them have started to come along here at the end of the season. But that Dallas defense is legit, you know? I hate to say it, but they're they're they've been playing really good, unless Sean Lee's in there. I think third in scoring defense. Yeah, all year. Um, Wilson scares me because we don't do too well against scrambling quarterbacks. Yeah, and hopefully Sean Lee just plays a backup role. Yeah, yeah. Y'all need that Vander that Vander Sleuth. The Wolf Vander Sleuth. What's his name? Vanderish. Vanderish. Fucking Uh, Jalen Smith. (laughs) Um, yeah, man, it's uh. Kind of scary thinking about Dak going up against that uh that Seattle defense, man. Yeah, well, especially because we, we, they they like to put a lot of pressure on the quarterback. JJ, we talked about it every week. It's scary to watch Dak go against any defense. 
That's true, because the Giants. <laughs> <laughs> He didn't. He didn't look too good against the Giants last last week. Well, yeah, he showed out late, but yeah, he shouldn't have. And not, on that. not only that, but there there's films of teams shutting them down, the passing game and the running game, shutting Dallas down. And you got you got you got Pete Carroll as a as a head coach. There's yeah. no way he's not going to prepare that for that game. The good, One thing the that good helps thing about Dallas <clears throat> is having Chris Richard, the old Seattle defensive coordinator, because at least. He can maybe give you some insight on some but of those how their defense works. I mean, not the Bobby Wagner's or any of those guys because yeah. they're just good. But maybe some of the secondary guys or how the, how they like to play. What a hole or where the holes are in that defense that they run up there because it's still going to be similar to what it was when they left. Mm-hmm. That, they they were, just overhauled. <clears throat> excuse me, overhauled the defensive system. What sucks for y'all is I heard that dude's name mentioned with some head coaching jobs. Yeah, he's got an interview with not the Dolphins, not the Jets, Tampa. I think next week. Was it? Um, he didn't interview no, with no one this week. The Jets and Dolphins asked for permission. They gave it to him, but they didn't set a yeah. interview date. Because I read you can't actually sit down and interview any coaches this week that are playing in the wild card. But Until their season is week. over, I think. No, you can still interview oh, them next it? week. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but if you don't interview them and say they make it to the Super Bowl, well, that off week, you can't interview them again. But yeah. if you already interviewed them once, then you can interview them a second time. Yeah, and so, I, I think that guy has a lot to do with how good y'all's defense is playing because mm-hmm. he's the he's the defensive play caller for y'all now. Yeah, took over. From it has it has been all year. So yeah, he's, I think he stays. He's turned he it around, man. Tampa. You think he passes up a head head coaching job? I don't think they'll take him. No, those two teams. No, but no, I don't. I don't think he maybe would. Cleveland. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Um. Yeah, that's gonna be a good game, man. <clears throat> Saturday some it, night. Some of it you wonder if they're just interviewing. Richard because of the Art Rooney rule? Yeah. Or is it Dan Rooney? I don't know. Some Rooney. It's Rooney called rule. the Rooney rule. Yeah. Uh, where you got to interview a minority coach. Um, so, it could just be that. Could not be. Who knows? Yeah. Um, hopefully, for Cowboys' sake, it is. And he comes back because <laughs> I like him as a coach. Um, Sunday, first game, Chargers-Ravens. That's going to be a good game, Week man. 16. Yeah. This time in Baltimore. I don't think uh, they didn't have Melvin Gordon. That time, no, they though. did. He did play, he did that, play game. that game. Yeah, but Keenan, Keenan was banged Allen up. Went out. Yeah, first drive or second drive. Um, that that'll game, be a good man. game. I, I, a lot, a lot of people got the Chargers as a sleeper, man, for the Super Bowl. I do too. Uh, Phillip but that veteran quarterback, they got a good defense. That's hard to weapons. pick. Yeah, hard, it's hard to pick against that uh that Ravens defense at home. It is, and if I just I don't trust a rookie quarterback, especially. A rookie with Lamar Jackson's style. Yeah. I don't trust that in the playoffs. Um, it'd be different if Baltimore's playing a team they hadn't played, but they just played the Chargers a couple weeks ago, so yeah. they kind of know what to expect. I expect them to be a little more prepared, a little more kind of know what to expect because you've already faced them, uh, even though he's still – it's like having Michael Vick back there. That's how fast he is. Yeah. Yeah, but Baltimore's defense don't account for nothing. No, it does. that's it's that's going to be a good game, um, and they do account for a lot, especially in Baltimore because their defense plays anywhere. But I think they're tougher at home because they get that crowd behind them. Yeah, you know, definitely. Uh, the edge. That's where I think Philip Rivers gives them a little edge in that over Lamar Jackson against the Chargers defense because he's a veteran quarterback. He's got weapons. Played against that defense already. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, because you think about last game, it was 16 to 10. Chargers, I'm not going to say they were driving, but they had the ball, threw it to Gates. He fumbled. 
Ravens picked up, you know, scored a touchdown in the ball game. So I kind of expect a game similar to that, to where it's wow. slobber knocker. Yeah, I thought it could be who has the ball last. It could be whose defense forces you know the other team to make mistakes. Because last time it was Baltimore. The last last I I thought I heard was the, the Ravens defense was like the top three scoring defense in the NFL right now. Oh, I think they're number one. Yeah, they're I think I'm they're up sure there. They're number one. Yeah, they're definitely so, top three. I would, I think they're number one though. Yeah. So I mean that that. That, that's legit, hard to man. get around, man. Yeah, they're legit. That's hard to get around, and I know, yeah. I know you, they got that rookie quarterback. But if that dude goes in there with no fear, <laughs> doesn't you know well, he doesn't hard. know the 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 how big the game is? What are and he they? Just goes, what are they? Six and one under him? <clears throat> Something like that. With him, with him under, I mean, that's 10? a lot of momentum. Yeah, yeah. it's some people the, are saying it's similar to what Harbaugh did with the Niners. The it's Kaepernick gonna it's gonna be interesting to see who wins because the Ravens. Run game right now is ridiculous because of Lamar Jackson, mm-hmm. but the Chargers' run defense is legit too. So that'll be tough to see that matchup, or it'll be, you know, fun to see that matchup. It'll be a good game. Yeah. I think all games this weekend should have the could really really be good. I yeah. don't see too many blowouts. Sunday Sunday late game is uh, Eagles Bears. <laughs> Eagles Bears on Sunday, three oh five three forty. That's going to be a good one, too, man. Eagles are hot. Bears are, Trubisky's again, first, defense is nasty. First playoff game ever, though, for Trubisky. Yeah. Second-year guy. His stage too big. Nick Foles. Super Bowl champ. Super Bowl champs. They're, uh, defense they're is playing better. They're just, they're, as a whole, they're playing better under Foles. Defense, yeah. offense, run game. Throwing a deep ball more. Alshon Jeffrey's been He's relevant. Finally doing something. Uh, Nelson Aguilar has appeared. Yeah. Um. I don't know, man. I it's, think the only advantage they have is is it's it's in Chicago. It's in Chicago. Yeah. And Chicago's defense is tough, man. Yeah. Yeah, they're nasty. They're, I mean, they're they're bad. They're legit. So that's 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 the advantage they have. You I, know who else has got a nasty defense? <clears throat> Fucking Texans. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, back <laughs> I mean, to the Philly Bears game. Sorry oh, about that, guys. Texan, sorry man. about that, man. Two mm. other games you could have brought them up. Sorry, man. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's gonna be definitely tough for Philly to get around it to go on the road and then play against that defense. If they do though, man, that the only way that that's game, impressive. If yeah. the game turns into a blowout in Chicago's favor, in my opinion, it's because they knocked Nick Foles out. Because he left last week's game with a bruised ribs. Yeah. And their backup quarterback is Nate Sudfeld. So I don't Who? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But you're right. If they win that game, that that's huge momentum going into the next one. Yeah, dude. Going to New Orleans. If Philly wins, that's where they go. Yeah. Be crazy. And if Dallas wins, where do they go? It depends on who wins the Philly Chicago game. <clears throat> Cuz if Philly wins, cuz New Orleans will play the lowest seed. Lowest seed left. So So if say, the Bears win, they'll play the Dallas. Win, if Dallas wins. No, if the Bears win, then it's guaranteed they'll play the Rams because they'll be the highest seed left. They'll be the three seed playing. No, the, the Saint seed. the Saints would play Dallas. Yes, the Saints yeah, would play Dallas that's in that what I'm case saying. if the Bears won. Yeah. If the Bears won, the Saints are playing Dallas. Yeah. Wow. That is Dallas hard to beat them. Yeah, but this At one home, would be but, in New Orleans. Yeah, but I don't still I I think that's 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 the good thing that the Dallas has going for them too, is they're seven and one at home this year, man. The only blip is that Titans game that was You know, but that Titans game might have turned around the season. Yeah. The way um because we look like a totally different team ever since then. Yeah. Uh, that that's the good thing, man. Is they they play really sort good of. at home. 
sort of. I don't know, but Dallas just needs to get get by uh, their first round. Why? First. I agree. So we can have another round. Before we start talking about <laughs> New Orleans. I mean, we can't talk about them playing New Orleans oh, okay. without them getting by. Yeah, true, but you did ask. Seattle first. Yeah, you did yeah. ask if Dallas won who, who they played. Yeah, I was just, just curious, but, uh, I mean, well, I was. Stop being curious. Wait, ju- you know. hey, no matter what, to it's going to be determined after the Philly by the game. Yeah. I didn't really think That's Dallas was going to get there. Even if Seattle wins, they won't know until the next day, which they won't win, so they'll be done. <laughs> Seattle season will end Saturday night, folks. Woo. That's from a Dallas fan. Of course it's from a Dallas fan. <laughs> what do you expect them to say? Uh, you probably still think your 49ers got a shot at the Super Bowl right now. Next year. <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Oh, man. All right, man. Let's – uh, what are we doing here? We got we to gotta at least make those picks for these games. Ladies, Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen the, the two-minute two warning. warning. We're going to do something crazy, man. Let's let's do uh, – Make a Super Bowl projection. Prediction. Super no, well, I think we're going to do the bracket, and I think you were – you had brought up a little uh, – Fan fan interaction that I like the idea of. We got fans? Maybe. Oh, okay. I think somebody we'll listens. Find, we might have some. I know your wife listens at least. Yeah. So, so I'll, I'll have her do a bracket. Yeah. Um, we, uh, she'll have a chance. What do y'all want to do? Like, uh, I don't know. $50 gift card? That would be fair enough because if. Whoever won, if they had a significant other, they could both go out. Yeah. 50, 50 bucks. $50 gift card to if if Somebody. y'all have a better bracket than what us three professional sports talk guys have. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll, we'll give out a $50 gift card. So we'll put it up on the Facebook page so y'all can, you know, take a picture of y'all's brackets and send it in. The only thing that's going to be tough is figuring out uh, tiebreakers. Be score of the Super Bowl. Yeah. And total points. Yeah. And Probably whoever, be the easiest way to do it. That's how we do it in my uh, pigskin pick'em league. And every Monday night, they give you a score on the computer, and you have to put in your score or whatever. In Bay, it's just total points. Yeah. You could pick the losing team or pick the winning team, but in the score, pick the losing team with a better score. Yeah, I just score hope we don't have a, a tie. You know, 37 ties. We shouldn't because you'll probably get one point per correct pick. Well, most of our fans are, are Dallas Cowboys fans, so they'll all be out in the first round. First they'll, they'll, first lose, round. they'll lose yeah. one game. They'll lose a lot of points that way. <laughs> Their Super Bowl winner will be out the first weekend. <laughs> Either them or Texans fans with the same Oh, dilemma. come on, man. Go Colts. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so Colt we'll do tough. that. 50, $50 gift card to whoever has the best bracket out of our fans. Okay? All right. Yeah. So let's let's start filling ours out right now. Okay. First game, no, first, game <laughs> first game up. First game up, Colts Texans. I'll let y'all go first. <laughs> it's gonna be tough, man, because all these games are really hard to pick. They are. They, but they that's can, why you're on a podcast can, because you're a professional, so you should I be able to I break was it the down. Mouth of the South. No, you should be able to break <clears> it down <throat> in your head and pick somebody. Dude, it's crowded in my fucking head. I don't think I got room for this. <sighs> Fuck. You go first. Y'all know who I'm going with. So you're yeah. going with the Colts first. Okay. <laughs> I'm going. I got my Texans, man. Uh, Texans are taking it this weekend. We're gonna kick some ass. They're at home. At home. Defense legit. I know fucking 
Andrew Luck still always tears us up, but I think Watt and Clowney and Merciless, they all end up putting the pressure on him at the end of the game to win it for us. I'm going with the Texans. Talk Daryl into it, dude. Kind of did. <laughs> what you got? <laughs> Come on, man. We ain't got, uh, we ain't got you know, 37 hours. This isn't a four-hour-long podcast. Which, right. mean, which means in me and JJ's bracket, we would have Houston playing New England no matter what. Yeah, yeah right now, I, yeah. I'm going to go with the Colts. Fucker. I'm going to take the guy who's who's who's. Good, I didn't want your bad order. juju on and my team anyway. In E's bracket, he has Kansas City playing Indianapolis <laughs> with that. Just so give you an idea of how this bracket works. Yeah. So next, um, Seahawks, Cowboys. Y'all know who I got. Daryl's got the Cowboys. Yeah. Go Dallas. I, <clears throat> I think I'm, I'm going to go with Seattle. You're going Seattle? I don't think they'll get past them. You wish he took a little more time, didn't you? I sure did. Fucking at least talk through it a little bit, man. Give me some time. Well, that's good. Why do you think Seattle? I'm going. It doesn't matter no more. We don't want his thoughts. I'm going. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going the Cowboys. I'm going the Cowboys, man. The Cowboys are at home. I'm not going to pick against them at home. Go ahead, E. What were you going to say? Seahawks. I wasn't going to say nothing. All right, good. Chargers, Ravens. (laughs) I'll go first on this one. All right. I'm going with the Chargers. I just oh, the I like that team, team in the AFC. Um, I think they'll be able to slow down Lamar Jackson a little bit and score enough points and win a slobber knocker, as you would say. All right. So I'm going with the Chargers. Who you got, D? I'm gonna go with Baltimore. I I just think their defense is gonna be too tough to get past. Yeah, I'm I going. Mean, they're there for a reason. So. Yeah, I'm going Baltimore as well. I think that defense is way too tough at home. Uh, and I think Lamar Jackson is going to be able to barely do enough to beat the Chargers. Yeah, I mean, it's one thing to throw it, but if he's running at, at the same time, I mean, yeah. you know, that's that's kind of a dual-threat quarterback you got to worry about. So, Yeah, but he doesn't throw that well, so that's why it's not really a true dual-threat. Eagles-Bears. Oh, I'll start this one off. I'm going with the Bears at home. Nasty defense. Yeah, I, I think I got to go the same way because that's Trubis- my – Trubisky's look good. Trey Burton's healthy, so. I think we're all in agreement yeah, on the Bears. I think we are. All, all got Chicago. the Bears? Yeah. All right. I think the run ends for the defending Super Bowl champs. Okay, so next we've got – me and Daryl are going to have – or we're going to have <clears throat> New England Texans, right? Yeah. And, of course, I'm taking the Texans. Patriots aren't what they used to be. Um, yeah, I know it's still Tom Brady and Bill Belichick at home, but I think Deshaun Watson has a has a little coming out party here and shows out. Would they be at home again? No. Texans, they'd, they'd be, be on in, the road? In New England, yeah. So you got on the road Tom Brady and Belichick. You're not picking this one. I know. I'm just trying okay. to tell you. Yeah. I mean, you're a homer, so you're going to pick your team, but yeah. that's kind of hard to get by, man. No, it ain't. Yeah, it's, I mean, yeah, it is, but it's still it's not the old Patriots team that we're used to. You know what I mean? They're not as scary. Well, yeah, during the season, in the during the season, I'm but this uh, this is playoff. This is different. This is I different. I was gonna arena. go with New England, but then I thought about some other things, and I'm gonna go with uh, Houston. Go, you you kind of actually helped talk me into it. So Houston, because he said they're not the same during the season. No, had a different reason. Had nothing to do with that. What was the reason? <laughs> 
Tay have to make some much <laughs> I can't give away my bracket over the air yet. All right. You would have oh, – who? So we we'd have the Houston. Chiefs. Um, we would have the Chiefs against – well, let's go with – yeah, we'd have the Chiefs against – I would have Chiefs against Chargers. You had Chiefs against Baltimore. Yeah. I would have the Chiefs winning that one. You would have Chiefs? Yeah. I would have the Chargers. Chargers beating the Chiefs? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's big time, dude. <coughs> Listen, <clears throat> Kansas City isn't the team they ha- they have they were at the beginning of the season, man. That Kareem Hunt loss is big time. Completely different team without Kareem Hunt. They haven't had a running back go over 50 yards in their last three games, four games. Yeah, Since but, they lost Hunt, they haven't had a running back go over yeah, 50 but, yards. Yeah, uh, but Mahomes their defense, rambles like Damian no Williams other, man. Great game that I do remember. He went over some yards. Anyway, go ahead. Um, yeah, but I think it was receiving that he had a, a big game. It wasn't rushing. Um, that defense isn't scary either, man. No. It's the offense that's scary. Yeah, but it's different without Hunt. Maybe, but it doesn't take the fact that Mahomes isn't going to – isn't like – crazy scrambler who just makes these magical throws no man baltimore baltimore they're and tough you, you pick kansas city over baltimore and i picked the Chargers over kansas city. yeah so now east bracket he would have uh kansas city against indianapolis and you're gonna take i'm gonna take uh i'm gonna take kansas city okay okay so on that one and then you would have baltimore against new england baltimore against new england mm-hmm. i will where where would it be at? At New England. Fuck. Ah, uh, I'm. A, I would go. I'd go New England. <laughs> I'd have to, dude. I mean, the, the Baltimore would be on the road. Lamar Jackson would be on the road. You, Tom Brady, your Belichick, you're away. And not only that, they got they're they're even if it came down to a close game, I, I trust the kicker for. Well. They have Justin Tucker. <laughs> I just fucking stepped in that one. <laughs> Fuck. <clears throat> Fuck. Welcome, baby. Yeah. I'm, I'm so going to stick with New England. So which kicker are you going for, man? I, <laughs> he's going for Justin Tucker. Oh, hold Tucker, on. He's, he's no, no, a Georgia no. fan anyways. Yeah. So what, what are you talking about? <laughs> Fuck hey, y'all. He's definitely for New England because nah, that's where Sony Michelle right? plays. Yeah. I, dude, I'm just – I would still give it to New England. I think I think in this in this playoff environment, I think they may be a different team. I think Belichick, Brady aren't going to let them them lose. I think they may be different during these playoffs. All right. So, okay. so you're well. Me, me going to the Super Bowl. I'm I'm taking the Texans. We're whooping that Kansas City ass. Okay, hold on. So you would have Kansas City. <laughs> know what I'm talking about. <clears throat> I'm going to have to call you and uh, talk you <laughs> off the ledge come Saturday, man. I'm sorry. Maybe. Not not only are you not going to the Super Bowl, your but your bracket just blew up. Okay, it doesn't well, matter. I would have Phillip Rivers going into Houston and winning a, uh, winning the AFC Championship game oh, and going to the Super Bowl. Damn. So that is my AFC representative is the Chargers. Chargers. And E, you would have Kansas, New England at Kansas City. New England at Kansas City. Fuck, man. Dude, uh, New England at Kansas City. That's a that's just that's tough for me, man. I I'm 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 just saying I'm gonna say New England. I'm just oh, say damn. New England. So he's got New England in the Super Bowl. Okay. All right, JJ NFC New Orleans Dallas. New Orleans Dallas. We took yeah. Dallas. No, that's yours. This is yours. Oh, New Orleans Dallas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm taking New Orleans. You know what? Can I change that? No. 
Because now that I think about it, I, I remember saying that the, the Super Bowl was going to be a New Orleans-Kansas City Super Bowl. So you want Kansas So City. I can't put Kansas City losing if I, from the beginning, I thought it'd be Kansas City and New Orleans. Why don't you remember okay. what you say before you do it, something? All the weed I smoke, I don't know. <laughs> Stupid. Okay, so you got Kansas City and the Super Bowl over New Orleans. Uh, yeah, because so that's we what got, I So we got said. Kansas City, Chargers, and Texans as the AFC representatives. And then I obviously have Dallas beat New Orleans. Yes. So <laughs> Chicago and the Rams is Ch- both of ours. Chicago um, and the Rams. Man. I'm, gonna, I'm going to L.A. I think they get. Yeah, I'll have to with her, with Gurley healthy. Uh, you know he's been off what two weeks, right? Yeah, three, three weeks. Yeah, three. yeah. Gurley's gonna be healthy. They're gonna just gonna feed that dude the ball, and I don't care how good your defense is. That dude, you you're not stopping that guy. So I th- I think I think L A beats him. Okay, so you'd have New Orleans and the Rams. See your your bracket has Seattle at New Orleans. Yeah, uh, and I don't think Seattle will get by New Orleans. So okay. New Orleans, and you also have Chicago and the Rams. <clears throat> Chicago and the Rams? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd pick the Rams. Okay, so y'all two can discuss your Super Bowl representative from the NFC. Rams and Saints? Rams and Saints. I think it would be I think it would be the Rams. I mean, the Saints. Sorry. God damn. It's going to be the Saints. <laughs> Must be all that weed. Right. I mean, Gurley's good, man. I don't think it's it's going to be hard. It's going to be it's going to be hard to stop them. But Saints got Kamara and Ingram, and they're both running good. Yeah. And not only that, Michael Thomas, uh, was it Brandon Cooks is the other one? I mean, mm-hmm. they, and then you got fucking Drew Brees back oh, no. there. No, Cooks Brandon is Cooks with is the with the Rams. Rams. Yeah. I was thinking Woods was with the Rams. Yeah, Woods is. Too. That Woods, was a big name I was thinking. Woods, Cooks Woods. is with the Rams. Uh-huh. Cooks, yeah. yeah. But Thomas with the Saints. But Thomas, and then you have the one-two of the of the of the Saints, which can keep them fresh, man. When you have that turnstile running back, dude, you can keep running the ball. You can, man. But that uh, that LA defense, man, their run defense is legit, dude. That front seven is nasty. Yeah, uh, but so the, I think I'm gonna take the the Rams. The defense is the same players going every play. At least the running backs, they can change it up and keep the fresh legs in there. The defense will get tired. I don't care, dude. You're still stuffing the run. <clears throat> I hear you. But like I said, you got an MVP Hall of Fame and, quarterback. And the the last few games of New Orleans weren't weren't impressive to you. You got one quarterback who's been struggling here as late and an MVP Hall of Famer on the other team. Yeah, it also could have been that Gurley wasn't playing. Could be. It could be, but their backup had a decent game because I played him. C.J. Anderson, he actually yeah. doesn't – he helps that team not miss a beat. Yeah. I mean, um, Gurley's remarkable compared to the two. But I still take the Rams, dude. And I'm taking Dallas over the Rams, too. It don't matter. Your bracket blows up Saturday. My so. NFC representative is uh, Dallas Cowboys. Okay. So, so, my Super Bowl – Dude, I'm glad my 49ers are nowhere near this <laughs> motherfucker because I can actually pick teams. My Super Bowl is Dallas versus the Chargers. JJ, your Super Bowl is the Rams versus Houston. Ernest is New Orleans versus Kansas City. Yes. And now we need a score for the Super Bowl. Shit, I think mine will be high. I'm my score, I, w- I got 33-31. That's my score. Yeah, I would put mine closer to to 72 points. I'm gonna go 28-20. 48. Super Bowl winner? Houston. Super Easy. Bowl winner? New Orleans. New Orleans. 
There you have it, folks. Who you got as a Super Bowl winner? Cowboys. Cowboys. Man, I got the Cowboys beating the Chargers. Hey. What do you think? Cowboys, forty to nothing. <laughs> no, it's it's gonna be a game. It's gonna be a game that you'll like because you won't have any dog to root. Well, you'll root against the Cowboys, but it'll be a good enough game back and forth. Thirty-three, thirty-one. I don't ever root against the Cowboys. I watch them. They're an interesting team That's to why watch. You'll like the Super Bowl. It'll be but a good. I, good I don't Super ever Bowl root to against my them. Super Bowl. Be a great Super Bowl watch. <laughs> So there you have it, folks. Those yep. are our Super Bowl picks. They're tough picks, man. Yeah, they are, man. There's a lot of good teams in, in the in the NFL right now. I a think lot of good teams. A lot of those playoff Especially teams can this, go either way. Yeah, this yes. first one, this first this first weekend is going to be really fun to watch. Yep. Um. But yeah, so we'll take a picture of uh of the bracket style, and then y'all could uh y'all could fill y'all's out and. Send us a picture of it on the Facebook page or messenger to message it to us on the Facebook page and uh, we'll make sure to jot it down and whoever has the best bracket, man, fifty bucks. If I have the best bracket, do You're I get not the fifty dollars? Why no. not? Because No, they have to beat one of us. And if they beat one of our brackets by the points the way it's set up, then they'll win it because they beat us. So I don't get nothing if I win. I just lose. Me and JJ might do something this for you. This is just a losing that? situation. No, me and JJ might do something for you. That's the best we can give you. Might. I'll take it. It's not a no. Because if you ask JJ to give you an answer right now, you know it's going to be hell no. Yeah, so at least you're getting yeah. the mic. <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> I know this dude, man. You ain't getting shit. Fucking bully over there, dude. Yeah, you could try to run your 40 again. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm still in a losing situation. <laughs> Still well, don't that's up. all you're gonna do on this show is lose. So, bye, folks. It's been fun. Yeah, take it easy, man. We're gonna uh, happy New Year's to everybody. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy Hopefully, 2019 blows up for all of us. Bang some chains. Not in a bad way, but in a good way. Good way. Uh, follow us on Facebook and Twitter at From the Left Hash. We'll see y'all next week. Hook 'em. Go Cowboys.